My man. What's going on, G? What's going on? How was your trading session today? <clears throat> trading was brilliant, man. You know, trading, big shout out, first off the bat, Jimmy Judo Wallhead. What a legend. <laughs> what a legend, man. This guy, um, I think he's the, the most um, helpful in so many ways when it comes to striking, when it comes to um, being on your feet. And obviously, he has judo and he has jiu-jitsu background. He has a, well, he's a black belt judo. Um, he's a brown belt jiu-jitsu, I think, but basically a black belt. Um, it's just immense, man. So, you know, you know when someone's just like, you, you're, you're in someone's presence who's so deep in it, in a field. Mm. We were talking about it today a little bit, um, that the knowledge just emanates from everywhere. Like, as soon as you're around them, you just feel like you're leveling up. And that's how I feel when I'm around mm. Jimmy, right? He's, uh, and it's Respect. super fun as well. It's super fun, you know? It's a lot of these, a lot of these people, they can go down the route of becoming very OCD and very kind of like, snippety and um it's like because there's because there's so many things buzzing around in their head they they almost become a slave to it a little bit but with jimmy it's just fun everything's fun everything's kind of like yeah obviously we get work done too we're not just farting around the whole time but yeah. uh yeah man it's great it's great so we just we just finished that just finished that session off um most sundays we go down and see him um it's just a blast so anybody anybody in the leicester area who wants to get into Mixed martial arts, wants to learn how to box, wants to learn how to kickbox, um, judo, jiu-jitsu. Hit up uh, Hardy Wallhead. It's a gym in Colville. Um, brilliant, man. Brilliant. Absolutely epic. Sick, man. It's great. Great mm -hmm. Sunday. Start mm -hmm. oh, too right, man. Great, great way to start a Sunday. Just kind of get up, do a little bit of client work, and then just be like, okay, training, training with Jimmy. Mm -hmm. Epic, man. I remember pre-lockdown days, we head over to Ray Stevens Academy yeah, and do, do the Sylvia sesh, the group of us. Two hours, man. That was uh, that was a hell of a Sunday. The good days, the good old days. The good old days. Well, we replaced it with a pretty good habit over here, man. <laughs> yeah, so good. We've replaced it with a pretty good habit over here, though. Right? Oh yeah, man. Too much. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a great shout. When are we gonna do the podcast? When uh, <laughs> mid mid roll? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> right now, be, yeah, yeah. It's like uh, yeah, session would be just about finishing up. And, yeah, uh, yeah. We, we ain't burning the same number of calories doing this, but, but it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Sylvia, Sylvia would just be saying now, uh, Jack knives. So we'd be like, oh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> We've just been training for two hours. You can't, we're going to do Jack knives. And then there'll be Jude, you know, special guest number episode 11, who'd be like, yeah, go on, Sylvia, give me something more. What else? <laughs> what else you got for me? Like, shut up, Jude, shut up. Damn that woman and her slow oxidative fibers. Damn yeah. her. <laughs> Sorry, the rest of us ain't like that, you know. The rest of us got some bastard shit. It's done now. Exactly. Exactly. Too tuck funny, jobs. man. Yeah, exactly. tuck jobs. Tuck jobs are not my friend after about six. So, like, yeah, I'm good, I'm good now. Yeah, we're, yeah. Good. we're good. <laughs> Tell me, connect the dots brown today. What's, oh, uh, what's that about? This, this, this has been this week, bro. This has been this week. So, um, Where do I start with this, man? Where do I start with this? I suppose I just got to start connecting the dots and we'll get yeah. around, right? Yeah, um, wherever the first place can take you. Conversation with TJ. So obviously, shout out to, to last week's special guest, uh, TJ. Mm -hmm. um, him and I are lucky enough to have like a really good relationship, really good working relationship. Um, and we just talk about a lot of stuff. Talk about our, our childhood. Talk about our business relationship, our work relationship, our... <sighs> Being, being close and being kind of where we are, right? Like similar, similar to how you talk about, uh, well, how I imagine you would talk with Sam, like brothers, like, like in that in that realm. And um, through those relationships, we're able to just unpack a lot of shit that's happened. And it's not always bad. It's not always good. It's just 
stuff that's happened. And then on the back of unpacking stuff, you end up connecting the dots, right? You end up kind of seeing, all oh, right, well, I, did, I used to do a lot of this. I used to be this way, whether it be an emotion or anger or like frustration or like a closed mindset. I used to be quite like this. And at the time I had this, that and the other in my life. You know, I spent a lot of time with this person. I spent a lot of time going here. I spent a lot of time. My energy wasn't quite channeled. So it produced this uh, this person. And it's, am- it's an amazing medium in which to just get to express. It's almost like therapy, right? It's almost like therapy where you, you have somebody you trust and we're not always sitting in a comfortable room. Sometimes we're punching each other in the face and sometimes it's between rounds and sometimes we just woke up in the morning. It's, it's frigging early. And um, sometimes we're just going for a drive or whatever, right? So it's, 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 a, it's a thing that's allowing me to kind of go back into my life and realize like we talked about last week with the, with the story where we met at Pure Gym and, uh, and how at certain times in my life I've not been as aware of certain things uh, and sometimes I've been hyper aware of certain things and that's, it's comes back down to the same thing like nothing is necessarily good, nothing's necessarily bad, right? Like your, mm-hmm. your strengths can actually be your undoings and your your things that are your current undoings can soon rise to open doors that eventually make you develop strengths. So mm. it's just it's just that that's the um, that's the the theme of this week where we've had a few of these amazing conversations on the back of the podcast. So I've got to thank you for that and just like setting everything up and kind of having this platform. Um, obviously, it allows me to access this 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 talking. That, that, that's the start of all this stuff, right? Like you you, mm. you hear about like therapy, you hear about kind of um, the creating that dialogue, start talking, just start anywhere. Like you just said to me, like start anywhere will connect the dots, right? Yeah. And um, this is definitely something that helps out with that. So we've had loads of those conversations this week and it's just, it's led me to a place where it, it on the back of it, you have another conversation, for instance, like yesterday having a conversation with a family member and you're able to relate and pick back into memories and pick back into times and say, oh, remember this time? Or this is how I actually felt at that time. And um, the other person then jumps in and has their own input, <laughs> has their own input <laughs> on uh, on things and proceedings. So um, yeah, it's, it's really wholesome, man. It's really wholesome. And I, I, this is a quick side note. In fact, I'll save the side note. Yeah, that, that's mm. been this week, bro. That's been this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful. So like you, you've had these conversations and it's just brought to light a few things from the past. You're like, oh, I can connect the dots now. Mm, that's it. That's mm. literally it. That's literally it. And when you have somebody like TJ and I have had very interesting and similar lives in some ways, very, very dissimilar lives in other ways. But I think at the root, both of us are just kids, right? We're just, just kids who kind of been exposed to life in different ways. And then now we're coming together and kind of sharing the experience with each other. And something's cross-sect and something's so different that it's taken me months and months, years, sorry, years to understand him in some ways and him mm. in some ways to understand me. But now it's like, oh shit, I now know why you why you get anxious around this. Or I now know why you don't quite understand this. It's because because of a number of things. But it mm. but it's just the the process of understanding another person. And really developing a, a deep understanding. I think that when you have that across the room from somebody, you have a deep understanding. You can accomplish a lot with that person. You can accomplish mm. a lot, not just from a business setting or not just from a from a training setting, but just from a life progress setting. Because now you have that skill. You have that skill of being able to talk to somebody, even if you have you have no time with this person. 
you can help them come forward and tell tell their story to you so now you do understand them and um that leads to more and more amazing it leads to collaboration it leads to just that that again that understanding which is uh which is just an amazing thing man super amazing thing mm. yeah man what do you what would you say is uh, like has been fundamental to developing that understanding time time right. and just uh it's interesting because you can think back and you can almost want it to be a i wish we just i wish we just had this conversation about six months ago where like for instance we're training and i've had a frustration and i wish i like i can think about it now that oh why didn't i just bring it up then but really it's not the way the way is just to in that moment if i had brought it up then i wouldn't have had the impetus that i now have with it because i've left it for a few months and now i've been able to look at it from a different perspective maybe if i had brought it up then it would it would have taken on a different light i don't know if that's coming across too clearly but basically what i'm trying to say is that everything in its time everything in its place like yeah. don't don't push the issue just kind of when, when now that you can now that i can look back on something and be like oh it's fine that it didn't roll out this way because it rolled out there eventually you know all things will eventually fall into their place but how they get there sometimes is uh, is really interesting so uh, yeah mm. to answer your question when i was when i was working away in london and i knew that i wanted to come back to leicester and, and potentially work with tj um i knew that i had to cultivate more of a relationship than what we did have so mm. it was it was a case of coming back spending time and like and he he's been amazing that because he instrumentally from the start almost like took the head trainer role in some of our training and was just like yep i'll 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 i'll, I'll assemble this and i'll assemble that and, and i, I kind of just show up my job is to just be present and um yeah, it's all it's all just roll from there bro yeah cool man. yeah i like what you say there time and place as well because it's yeah it, you want to understand where you're coming from first with the reaction that you have to what the other person's said or done so that you can then reflect so you can reflect on it a little bit and then go back to them and be like oh you know what this is how this played out um in my head let's have a discussion about it that's um that's a smart thing to do and i think the more we do that the better we can start doing that in real time as well so in mm -hmm. that moment you can start being like hang on a sec this is bringing this up it's just what we say all the time man putting the reps in you put the reps yeah. in to get good at that and eventually you can actually do that in that moment in that situation too right man too right well, it remind me of that eric thomas video right well we're gonna get mm. hype g gonna get hype. <laughs> oh boy oh boy here it comes here it comes I'm beating my chest already man he says uh he says he says i heard it right i heard it practice make perfect he's like no perfect practice make perfect yeah, boy. <laughs> and he's, uh, it's basically saying like i could have spoke out in the moment but that's not the, that's not the best rep to do there. The best rep to do there is what you alighted to. We talked about this a couple of podcasts ago, which was, okay, some things made you feel a certain way, good or bad. Take it, digest it, view your own mind and view yourself in that moment. Go away with it. Don't have the insecurity to think that that, that, that issue or that occasion isn't going to arise again. Because for me, it's born out of insecurity sometimes. I feel like if I if I something's happened i've had a reaction Boop. i want to say something quickly because i don't think mm -hmm. i don't think too far to delve into why or whatever and then that can sometimes go wrong whereas if i can just sit back and have the patience to view the whole situation well then perspective is, is mine right i can really own yeah. the situation i can conduct myself in a way that's going to be productive well more productive than if i just jumped in you know what i mean sometimes mm -hmm. sometimes you do need to jump in but the majority of the time 
it's much better to just to just kind of bide your time and uh, slowly connect the dots. Um, it's just really impressive, man. It's really impressive how how it's quite quite like inspiring and 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 um, it gives you a lot of hope. You know, what I mean, it gives you a lot of hope because now you've you've made something that you can really build off of. I think that's that's something you were talking about earlier. Is that like once you start doing the perfect rep, your your ability to use all your reps become perfect now most of your reps should become perfect. You know I mean, your form in a conversation has improved now. So hmm. it's, um, it's just more winning. That's, that's what it is, man. It's more winning. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Keep winning, man. It's just uh, winning upon winning with that. It's, um, it's, yeah. I like what, because there was something um, my housemate showed me this week. Uh, it's a guy, I think the account is called Visualize Value. So it's really, really cool because like, you know, you can take a quote or you can take a statement or you can take an idea and he does a really, like, he does an excellent job of just like helping you visualize it. And one of the ones that he did was, is like, you know, you had a dot in the middle and a circle around it, another circle around it. And, um, you know, and that was just basically, this is reality. And then the next slide was perspective. And what the perspective was, was a dot outside those three circles, but that dot's vision was only catching one side of the, one side of the circle. So, uh, so you can probably like visualize that as well as like you've got a whole circle and you're like the whole circle is highlighted and you can see that this is reality. And then perspective is basically just a segment of that circle. Cause that's all you can see. If you look at that circle from the point of view of the dot outside that circle, then what you're going to be able to see wow. is that one segment right and is 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 beautiful little visualization and what, what you what you realize like what is a really good thing what is what that's excellent at uh, helping you see is that you never see the whole picture it's too hard to see the whole picture so what you want to actually go about doing is do what you did which is reflect based on what you currently know see what you don't know add that into your arsenal and then your perspective can widen because uh, if you can't go through that process then that perspective actually starts to shrink it shrinks shrinks and shrinks and that's the kind of shit that we see happening like um nowadays as well with um like you know outrage culture and everything like that it's just like people's perspective keeps shrinking 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 they don't really want to know why somebody else is saying what they're saying they just say oh you know what that's not in agreement with what i say and what i've thought so fuck that guy or fuck that person is like i'm just not gonna i'm not gonna entertain it and you know you then try and bring people down as a result of it when really all you want to do is ask first ask the question it's a hard thing to do because it triggers a part of our brain which is more likely to light up um and it, like i don't know if you saw it as well but who like i've been saying it for weeks as well I was like hoopman's going to be on uh, rogan soon it's like he's he? just like he just has to be he was there he was there three days ago so oh, andrew Huberman, uh, that neuroscientist ended up being on rogan like three days ago and then he was talking about he's making the um i can't remember if it was that one or if it was another podcast as well but basically uh yeah he did say it in rogan which was um experiments done like in the 60s where basically you could give somebody the option to like you know you press a button and it would light up certain parts of your brain and then you know you press a button and you get sexually aroused and you press a button and you would feel happy you press a button and you feel sad and because it just triggered those parts of your brain and then the one that people continually liked going back to was when you press the button and it, le and it provides a mild sense of frustration and anger so on the face of it is like what the hell's going on here? Why do people want to just keep pressing the button where they experience a bit of frustration and anger? It's like, there's a few different reasons, but one of them being that, 
you need a slight state of agitation to move forward in life. Mm. So, uh, you know, on that basic evolutionary level, if you're not, um, uh, if you're not slightly agitated to go look for food or go look for water or go look for shelter, is like you're going to die basically. Um, so you need that slight level of agitation to move forward in life, and you need that, like you know, in, in your goals that you perceive in our modern day world, is like okay, I have a goal to you know sustain this number of clients and make this kind of income is like, and it's uh, so I need a little bit of agitation which is going to allow me to move forward to towards that goal. If I don't have it, then I'm going to be too passive. I'm just going to be lying in bed all day, and I'm just going to like let that buy it that's not gonna it's not gonna uh, come into fruition so there's that aspect of it as well and then the other side of it is like uh, there's other stuff that i've read about like you know, cognitive biases as well how that plays into it and so um so we got that kind of like uh, frustration anger going on and um and so if you come across a counter opinion it triggers first and foremost a bit of frustration and anger and that does make you feel good on a little bit of a level and so you um uh, you just shut that you shut that different perspective away when really the skill is in being able to go hang on a second that's just made me feel a certain way why has it made me feel a certain way and i want to lean into that a little bit so i can understand the other perspective and if i don't do that then you know my world shrinks and shrinks and shrinks whereas if i can try and understand the other perspective i don't have to agree with it i just need to kind of try and figure out where they're coming from and like um yeah, as an example i did that um, like last week trying to have a look at um say like you know, postmodernism. i was like okay i've heard this term being thrown around you know i know people who talk about it i don't really understand it i'm going to delve into it a little bit you know and because i'm coming at it from a point of view where i've not heard good things about it and and so i'm like okay i've not heard good things about it i can understand because i recognize this subset of people that are being lumped into this category of like you know post postmodernist thinkers because i've seen them you know i've seen these kinds of people exist in like uh in in our society and you can also have a look at that on a grander scale and be like okay well what's going on is there's is is characteristic of these um what's going on has the characteristics of these kinds of people and um and so I was like, okay, I've seen it from that lens, but I need to try and understand the other side of it. Be, uh, I want to understand it from that postmodernist point of view. And I'm just, because it's like, you know, why do people think of them this way? Uh, why do they think this of themselves? And, you know, what is it that they're actually saying? What is it that they're actually doing? And is what I've heard about them true, you know, basically? Mm. And um, and so, yeah, so it just that's an example of like, you know, I've widened my perspective. So trying to see things from the other point of view. And like I can initially see where you're trying to come from, but I don't agree with anything you're saying. But that's cool because at least I know that that is out there. And I hopefully I know how to communicate better with that line of thinking if I ever have to, if I ever comes down to it, if, um, you know, if I have to have a good discourse with it. So there's, um, and then, yeah, got to put the reps in in that and, Put more and more reps in, in that and then i'll be able to do that kind of uh, critical thinking like uh, that top-down approach of okay first of all we have a very limbic response to things i.e we want to act on our emotion we want to act on that feeling that we get but we have control over that if if we just if we just start thinking a little bit better if we if we introduce a bit more like critical thinking use that part of our brain which can um push back against that and help us balance that out a little bit and uh yeah so 
we have that capacity and you just got to put the reps in and then see that mm. see that different perspective love that man so we went so many ways with that conversation bro so so yeah. so so needed for people to understand that but for me to understand mm. that um just think back like being a kid and the frustration and kind of anger and I remember, I remember just genuinely having a lot of rage and like a lot of anger as a child, right? But not, it's not really kind of ever questioning or even thinking to question, oh, maybe I should just think about this a bit differently. Because like, you just don't have those reps. Or you don't have that that rationality as a child, right? You just don't, you know, and sometimes you're not even exposed to it. And mm-hmm. um, so you, you, you would have no awareness of that, right? And then it's, uh, yeah, it's just, I think that's so important for so many people in the world. And I think that's how you actually become very effective for a very large amount of people is because mm. you can help create the mesh between these two opposing dialogues. And Absolutely. then once you, once you live in the middle, right? I've always said this, like, I remember my dad talks to me all the time. He's like, the worst place to be is in the middle. And I understand the concept of why he's saying that because he's saying it from the perspective of like, you don't make a decision, you get stuck, you kind of sure. you kind of feel a little bit squashed on both sides. And I completely understand that. And that's 100% in that context is valid. But from the perspective of like being right down the center and seeing the benefits here and also seeing the benefits here and seeing the drawbacks here and seeing the drawbacks here, that I think that is such a, such a powerful place to be because like you said, it provides perspective. It also provides the ability to, sounds a bit odd and i don't know if this is the right phrase to use here but play both sides Mm -hmm. and i think the ability to permeate and see take the good things here take the good things here and bring them together and be like you you all want the same thing really um Mm. but maybe these things that are the negatives over here or that can be seen as the negatives by these guys um they might need to go you know what i mean so uh, (laughs) yeah like i said critical thinking in that sense i think is uh is so vital so so vital Mm. and um it's a skill that you see lacking in a lot of like, like when we talked about coaches last week, uh, I think it, it doesn't, you just don't see it. You don't see it. And you, where you, where you, it's interesting, but I'm picking on coaches because obviously I, I am one. Um, mm-hmm. But I think it's just people in general. I think it's people in general who sometimes um, haven't had the contact with the right kind of people in their lives. So therefore they just, they're just spilling out in their lives the way they've always spilled out. Whereas like, mm-hmm. You come into contact with somebody with one pair for me it's like my, one of my flatmates last year dan um coming into contact with him it was just a complete it, it was almost like an unlocking of oh but why do you think like this mm. and all of a sudden you're just like what's behind this door like i've never been yeah. here before I mean, I've, been, I've, I've i know this exists i've seen it off there in the ether but i've never been there and visited it but now i'm, I'm opening this door and now it's like oh shit, there's a whole other universe here right that's um that's the power man that's the power that's it exactly you just realize um it's it's a beautiful thing i've, I've had that happen you realize it's like wait a second for your own self as well you're like wait why do i even think that way like mm. where did that even come from why do i believe it to be true and a lot of it just comes down to you know it's true because of evolution <laughs> it's true because of uh uh you know uh, society is true because of that, but you just, you know, you just ask a little bit and, um, there's a bunch of things that are, you, d- you don't think about and are true. And uh, yeah, so there's a bunch of things you don't think about and are true. And you start thinking about them as, Oh, okay, this is why it's true. But then there's a bunch of things you think about and they're accepted as truths. And then you just go, wait, hang on. Why, why would that, why would that be, why would that be true? And, um, 
and then yeah so just like you you get to you get to mingle with a part of your brain you'd never do right you just chat to a part of you that you never have to and you're like wait a second you know what's going on here why did i never consider this before it's like well the questions never needed to be asked but when the question does need to be asked you start to go down that route and it's easy to be like you know what fuck it this is too difficult mm, to think about that's it <laughs> exactly mind, just, proper mind fuck that's it exactly and you just you, it's like it's too difficult to think about so you think you know oh you know my time's better spent doing other stuff but at the end of the day i just feel like you know actually it's your time isn't better spent than actually thinking about what you're doing with yourself you know um like that's an important that's an important activity to partake in because you've got to figure out your own shit and a good way to figure out your own shit is uh, you know be asked questions and ask the question as well mm -hmm. and i think um there was something there about like uh, sitting in the middle being able to see both sides mm -hmm. that, uh, that you mentioned is like i don't know it's kind of kind of left me a little bit it might come back but it was uh but yeah that's you you got to be able to do that you go, oh that, that was it it was just um it reminded me of a so what your dad like what you're saying there about seeing in the middle and being able to see both sides is um it reminded me of something i read from uh, jordan peterson where he said basically you know thinking is really hard and it sounds that doesn't sound like quite much of, much of a thing to say but it is is like uh, so there's the, the automatic thought is like thoughts that just pop up into your mind but actually if you want to be critical if you want to understand something that's a difficult thing that's a learned skill like you got to learn how to do that really really well because one of the things you pointed out was is uh one like a good way to do that is basically create like almost like you're creating different versions of yourself who believe in opposing things so it's like mm. say i believe in one thing let's um I don't know, let's take a rudimentary example it's like i believe uh training should be you know it should be progressive periodization and it's like, okay but then i need another side of me which uh should say actually no i can i believe it should be completely undulating and uh we i can do one session like this and i can do another session like this and it doesn't matter because you know as long as progress is still in line and then it's like okay i need to have a dialogue between these those two people within me and be like what's the pros of progressive periodization what's the pros of uh, uh, undulating periodization what's the cons where do we see eye to eye and then what can we settle on because things aren't just straightforward you know it's like things aren't just like uh, uh you know i'm going to take it for what it is and and that's 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 a given there's so many things that we um like you know for example like the irrational uh, it's is whether we can control it or not is another question but if we think about it is like you know f flying for example is a is a clear one is like you know you're going to be i don't know how many times more likely to be hit by a car across the road than you are going to be flying our airplane so why the hell are we so scared of flying and um it's it's uh it's so that makes it an, an irrational fear but that doesn't necessarily mean we can control uh that fear but if we start to understand it and then we can start to apply mm. the techniques we need to be able to apply so that we can actually realize that it, it feel it on a fundamental level not just intellectually knowing because those are two different things then you can actually start to control that fear of flying and then you can overcome that fear of flying and then it can be something which is you know level it's neutral it's not the thing that um terrifies you um if anything 
cross the road should terrify you a hell of a lot more, right? Uh, it's like, but we don't want that to be a thing that scares the hell out of you either. So you, you want to like, it's just basically developing that level of understanding um, and thinking about things critically, having that conversation with yourself and like uh, in, in kind of like these multiple kind of ways where you're asking the opposing side questions. And even better is like find somebody who is on the opposite side and actually ask genuinely curious questions as opposed to be... Um, uh, as opposed to go into it, because I'm guilty of that as well. You go into it and you're like, I already know my stand and and I'm asking you a question because I want to prove my point of view mm. as opposed to I'm asking you a question because I genuinely want to know where you're coming from with this. Like, I want to understand that. I've shifted that a lot, like over to the second part, the latter thing of just like being genuinely curious. Uh, but still like, you know, there's the element of skepticism within, which is like, you know, why do you believe that? I'd like, I've got this, this this belief, um, but why why do you believe that way? Uh, it's um, yeah, it's, that's another skill to develop, and I think that's, that's an important thing to be developing. You got to be able to have uh, good conversations with people so that you can figure shit out about life a little bit more effectively than if you're just kind of stuck in your own little bubble. That's the one, bro. You said to drop the word at the end there, effective. hundred mm. percent, um, man, hundred percent. Like you, you touched earlier on, like. Um, it may seem like it's a ball ache to, to sit and un- unpack yourself and see like, why do I even, why do I go this way? I think I said it a few, a few podcasts ago, I was like, people like just born and then they start turning left and they just continue turning left and they never yeah. turn right. It's like, then you would never question, like you would never question because you don't know any different. And this is why it's people, it's why it's so important to have like a diverse amount of people around you um, to give you that alternate perspectives and just kind of show you that you know life could be could be selected and and chosen for different scenarios for you to be for you to kind of almost like select file this file i want this file for this reason Mm. i need to show empathy right now because like me being confrontational right now is going to destroy this relationship okay well so let me just let me just take out this this memory card and put this one in you know what i mean like that that's that's the autonomy with which i think ideally i want to kind of get to and that that helps so infinitely because it literally makes you so pliable you can be put in any setting and you can kind of you figure it out because you know that so as long as i show genuine interest in the other person's perspective the other thing's perspective i'm only going to learn and through learning i can only move forward you know what i mean like kind of mm-hmm. the, the, the the loss is only within this is within my control that's basically, I think, the thing we're saying. Like the, the loss here is me grabbing hold of my my um, viewpoint and sticking it to the ground and be like, I'm not moving from here because then then there's 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 no there's no progress there. There's that you already have that. You already have those reps. You know, I mean, go and get some new ones. Go and kind of explore the boundaries of your mind and actually push forward. But I, I think it can be a very scary thing to do because you see it. Like I see it in my own family. People that are so dead set on one way of being and they've you know like it's like an automated response you know he's like creepy um not creepy but like uh you're on the phone like uh and you press you press like um please select a movie from the viewage and you're just like yeah. pirates of the caribbean at world's end and it's like police academy it's like no <laughs> not police academy right i said pirates of the caribbean at world's end. Police Academy Three. It's like, get off, man! Like, it, it, th- those are the people that you see. They, 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 you know that when you say oh, when you greet, when you, 
you got, you got flashbacks of Hightower now, yeah? Hightower. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like the uh, the uh, the imitator, the guy with all the impressions. Yeah. That's like, that's 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 an excellent. That's an excellent <laughs> analogy. I was like, where is this going? And when you finish it, I was like, I know exactly where this is going. <laughs> That's so good. It's like, no matter what you say, the person's saying the same shit. Yeah. 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 Wow. They, they only have one preset program and they've done <laughs> they've done a bajillion reps going the wrong way. So it's like getting this, getting this person to come back. You see it. You see the... It's like you could smell bacon cooking, right? Like I, I, I don't know bacon, but I mean, you, you, the, the analogy, right? You could smell the yeah, brain right. kind of frying a bit as like it starts to, like, oh shit, plug this out, put that in, put this on. We don't know what to say here. Like, this person's <laughs> yeah. making me feel uncomfortable. So I have no, yes. I have no, uh, no basis to follow this conversation. So, like, that, that's you know, a couple of it to Jordan Shadow because he, he brought this up in a, in a uh, recent uh, lecture where he's like that's where people will just like drop a smoke bomb and they'll try and leave the conversation and I thought it's hilarious like you see it like you picture like Mr. Burns like and they try and like run away and it's like oh man like like oh well anyway it's like no don't just anyway me like we're having a chat here like if you don't know something just tell me you don't know and like like you said earlier postmodernism. Yeah. I ain't got a clue, G. I ain't got a clue. Yeah. I don't know what that means. I remember hearing it in art. I think yeah. people paint a certain way or whatever. I don't know. That's the that's <laughs> only reps I have with that word is 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 Miss Fox in yeah, yeah. in geography. In, not geography, in, uh, in art, in uh, Grangefield School. Talk about postmodernism. Yeah. That's it. That's what I got. You know I mean? So like, tell me a bit more. Bring me forward, G. What's the postmodernism? That, but that, that, that's what you want for people, right? You yeah. want... Um, sorry, I'm going to go a bit longer, man. I'm gonna, uh, but you, you want people to have that because that inherently shows a lack of insecurity because mm. at the root of at the root of doing that, you're not married to one way of being. Like there's so many ways of being and it, except, it, in accepting somebody else's viewpoint, you're almost accepting your own flaws. And that's, mm. that's so important, so con yeah. conducive to progress, right? I think people that it's come it's born out of insecurity. It's born out of insecurity. It's born out of like seeing the older generation do it a certain way and then being like, oh yeah. And then you just adopt the same methodology. You see it. You see like a that I used to do it. My I used to walk like my dad walked. I used to talk like my dad talked. And then after a little while, I'm just like, well, this is not really getting me far. Like I don't know. Cause because I need to form my own basis. And like that's very much how I developed this as as like younger years. I had to almost like break the mold and then just remake who I actually want to be and like who I want to be has ears like this, like who I want to be has a shaved face. You know what I mean? Like I've, I've, I've decided this stuff along the way, but when you're, when you're first coming into the world, um, I think it's, it's, it's very much a, a adolescence thing where you, if you're a bit insecure, if you're a bit shy, you tend mm -hmm. to just mold yourself around strong personalities, but it's uh, be brave. I mean, that's, that's the common, that, that's the kind of the takeaways that like be brave and just kind of do your own where you can start getting your own, your own reps in, because that's going to make you much more, like you said, much more effective. Fuck yeah, man. You said some yeah, shit. The courage. <laughs> the video yeah. you sent me. Good. <laughs> courage. Thinking, that like guy, normal tone. It's like this guy is just giving one minute spiel about having courage and he's just talking normal, normal, normal. And he just spells out the courage. <laughs> oh, that's, that's the new ET video right there. <laughs> that's the next one. That's another one to be able to fall back on. I don't know what the guy's name is, but he literally just drops it a gear, and you can just hear yeah. the rev in his voice. It's like, oh shit, this, yeah, guy's, got, this guy's got levels, man. Yes, man. Yeah. It was power. I felt that. I felt that. That was epic. Accepting <laughs> your flaws because you accept your insecurities. That's such a that's a beautiful line you just said there, man. I think 
that's what it is. It's like every a lot of stuff we do born out of insecurity. But if we get a handle on the the fact that it does our insecurities don't actually matter. They actually help us be better. That's what they are. Because there's two ways. There's two. Uh, there's probably like two ways it can go. Is like the insecurity can you can give it the uh, you can give it like an inordinate amount of respect and let it overtake you, or you can let it be what it is that is showing you that there's something that you're not entirely delighted about with yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, 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 it's a hole within yourself, which is like, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for this insecurity because it's just showed me what I can, what I can become as a result of it. I think, uh, I think that's, um, and that's super, what you said there is, is just awesome way of putting it. Uh, super necessary, right? Super, super necessary. necessary. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, find the right word. <laughs> right, find the right phrase. And I was like, "What is the phrase?" I knew I had to rely on you. Super oh, necessary. How could I forget I it? You. I got you, bro. I got you. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, it's it's so interesting, man. It's so so interesting. Um, oh, I had a thought earlier. It's going to come back to me at some point. But um, mm. yeah, it's just a deep topic, man. I think I think I think it's it's like I said, people people feel it's definitely a. Uh, a breaking of the mold which i think scares people yes. um and yeah i see it with the older generation in my family it's like you don't need to be like this but you've got so many reps in being like this that you've got you've almost like got no choice now and that's yeah. that's a really sad existence because like um again this is from the course from the programming seminar that i listened to with, with uh prescript and they were talking about how um a good coach um is a oh, sorry a bad coach is like a slave to the program that he's made and if you if you kind of if you make it too stringent and too kind of restrictive, you're almost like, no, you must do this on this day and must do this. It's like, no, it has to be have to have that, that autonomy to be able to pivot and change and like throw in this and throw in that based upon and we were talking about this before we came came on, but like based on the situation, right? That's 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 the subtext, is that the situation is the client. The client can come in on a on a good on a good way or a bad way, and that client can sub out sub out client and put in human being at coffee shop. Like you can you can literally have any scenario there um but it's the autonomy to to be able to change that we all need to have and it's it's the again like i said effectiveness that we can be effective for all people um yeah and that's the goal right that's the goal like uh, a friend of mine um told me about this this book that she was reading and it was talking about uh, a utopia and this is a really interesting topic uh, I, I didn't really i didn't really i've never really considered it before she brought it up but it was talking about like dystopias and utopias and she was saying that like our perspective and our take on what a utopia is, is, is always depicted in a similar way. Like we automate all our lives. Like we have robots to fold our laundry and mm-hmm. someone a robot to pick up our kids from school and everything in our lives is so automated. And, and uh, we live in the white picket fences and, and we have like three and a half kids. Like all the, all the stuff is like, is like so, um, so Stepford wives, right? It's so, it's so, clean and polished where in effect what that does is it makes you so ineffective because all of all of your evolution has kind of led to nothingness and really all we are is forward moving objects and i suppose um and and, and the the point to, to her thing was that a utopia is actually somewhere where everybody is effective for a reason everybody is is product productive toward that one goal which is like learning and becoming more resourceful and bringing that to the table and then keeping that environment ultra strong and then and and there is no like wrong there is just okay this is a perspective what can we take from this 
How can we move mm. forward at the back of this? And that that requires like it requires participation on all fronts, but it requires empathy for yourself. It requires like knowing that you're not always going to have the answer and that's okay. And knowing that somebody else might have the answer and that's great because it taught you how to learn and listen to somebody else also. And it didn't, didn't just mean that they were right because sometimes you were going to be right. There's just so many ways of pivoting around this, but I think um, it definitely helps break the framework that society's kind of, kind of like stuck in right now where it's, it's like a, it's just a, it's just a dog eat dog culture, which is, which mm. is it's ugly in it. Yeah. Man. Yeah. yeah. There's, that utopia dystopia thing is like yeah everybody thinks uh, on the surface like that utopia is you know, this is what we're going for but that's actually you know that very quickly turns into dystopia because you attain that that's just ba that's just like you know a kind of uh, instant gratification versus long-term reward is uh, is like the that's the combination of that because you think you want that and then when you get it you have it and it's a nice to have for a few days, you know, it's like everything's super chill. Everything is fine and dandy. And, you know, you got shit happening for you. But like you said, you lose your effectiveness. And a big driver for us as a species is, is, is effectiveness, is to move forward. And if we feel like we don't have to do that, it's taken care of for us by something else. And it's like, well, actually, our reason for being is, is gone, is lost. That's... Um, uh, that's what I kind of think about that on like a, on one level is uh, you 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 if you hope for that kind of thing then like you know good luck um, good luck enjoying it for the long term is just this is not going to happen and and then that's another question itself as well which is what that utopia you create for yourself is it all about enjoyment all the time is it all about happiness all the time is I think that's um, I think. The more I think about that, I think that's somewhere where we go wrong, where everybody thinks it's about being happy. And really, that's it's it's not. It's mm. it's like it's about doing things meaningfully. Cause if it's about being happy, then what you and, and only being happy, then then what you have going for yourself is is basically saying that being sad is is not worthwhile is not good for you the opposite end of that is uh, is is a bad thing but it's not in again it's like it's the same on the same thing as like uh, being insecure if there's something that makes you feel unhappy if there's something that makes you feel sad it's like okay that's something to learn from and excel out of and so basically the uh, the answer is is like it seems like the best solution is is to live meaningfully is to live with um something that you get fulfillment from and automatically when you do those things that fulfill you they're not always going to be pleasant but you're better off for having done them like mm. on a very simple level training is one of those things it's you spend an hour three four times a week training and you know if that's you know if that's your structure you spend three four hours a week training and you're pushing yourself doing something where you're pushing yourself beyond your limits and it's uncomfortable it doesn't feel good like while you're doing it but if you keep attaching the meaning behind it as in i'm doing this because there's a better version of myself at the other end of this then you always you're always pushing the boundary of what's possible for yourself and you're always improving and living towards your potential and uh, and you're getting more juice out of life that way and so everything that you do 
almost by definition has to have some struggle attached to it because if it didn't then nothing's ever really worthwhile and if nothing's ever really worthwhile then how can you attain any level of uh happiness within that it's um yeah i think that's where that goes yeah man that's it's a it's a super cool topic i think almost do you think it's born out of like you know how our our development as a species was like would have been quite tribal would have been quite like um what's the word i'm looking for quite singular in terms of if you're with this tribe they believe this they they worship this and if you if you don't believe this then we're going to come and take your shit so in that sense i'm going to be i need to align myself with one set of values and stick to my guns because if i start chatting other shit these guys are going to take me out into the woods and leave me there like yeah and, and that could be that could almost be like why you have this like unwillingness to waver because it's just a hardwired program right I mean, the same way that we're hardwired now to think of all the variables and be cool with all of them i imagine that in a day in a, i suppose yeah we can say it now like it's uh, that would service you in some way it would say it comes down to like kind of that life or death that survival instinct it's fight or it's flight like it's it's there's no there's no reasoning sometimes it's just like let's let's just have it out here and now. And I think in that instance, which is probably where the world was, um, what, a couple hundred years ago, it's it's gonna it's gonna serve you better to have those instincts in place. Whereas I think now, because the world is so much softer, it's it's uh it's it's in our favor to kind of be able to pivot and be able to kind of see because the imminent threat of someone sticking a gun in your face is gone, right? Uh, well, in in, in in a lot of the world. Um, mm. Yeah, maybe it's kind of a survival mechanism in a way. Whereas now we've almost come out of the come out of the cave and been like, oh, it's okay to to think differently. Really, mm-hmm. it is okay. Cool, then let's let's do that. Let's do that for a while. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think there's uh, a lot of yeah, a lot of what we do, a lot of the way we behave. Yeah, if we if we put that lens on it, the kind of that evolutionary lens. Uh, so like, you know, a lot of our behaviors like don't necessarily make sense, but then do when we look at it from that, from that perspective, because yeah, it's like you're basically, you're in, in or out of the tribe, right? It's something as simple as that. So you've got to, what's that? No, no, no. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that. (laughs) Yeah. I'll bring bring it up. Okay, cool, cool. Is uh, uh, like you know, you you're, you're either in or you're out of the tribe. So you know the values that you hold have to kind of align with the tribe. And if they don't, then you get booed out of the tribe. You kind of like you know you're left in the cold. You have no shelter, and you're you're fending for yourself. And that's a lot harder to do than fend with a group. So mm. it takes um, it takes balls, takes courage to be able to do your own thing in that way, and because uh, you know you might not settle on a tribe for a little while and and so other people can look at you and be like you know where's this person floating around you know what's what's going on over here um and you know you don't people don't necessarily align with what you're doing but uh and so so it's yeah it's just easier to again to subscribe to a point of view which you haven't really thought about because if you try and go the other way got a lot to lose for it mm. but um but i think there's i think there's a lot more to lose in terms of uh, your own self-respect mm. than than the uh 
kind of connection that you have with people who you don't you start to realize you don't actually resonate with because yeah it's yeah it's um i think that's where I'm it kind you, of man. i'm totally with you yeah yeah, yeah. The, the, the way what you just described is is i can relate it to tj and myself in the sense mm. that obviously not not that it's discrediting yourself but or like not including you but i'm saying the story that we told last last time was that me coming into pure gym him being at pure gym um we both were in that space where we were cool being on our own uh, he mm. was cool being on his own i was cool being on my own we hadn't yet subscribed to a belief to a methodology to a tribe and we were okay being in the wilderness for a while and being kind of nomads and i think that's what drew us to each other like oh okay this is the guy also just floats by himself he's there at five in the morning i'm here at five in the morning like yeah maybe i should maybe there, there is some common ground there you know what i mean there is there is the strength to say yeah i'm cool man like i'm what like i don't need it i don't need a tribe i don't need like kind of boys to run with um not all the time anyway you have kind of you have obviously close friends but i mean that's that's a different thing um so yeah it's really interesting man really really interesting uh, so it made you made me laugh like when you said um you're either in or out of the tribe because like do, do you have do you have any things about you that make you that trigger you in that way so what triggers me or what i mean by mm. that is what triggers me is that when like for instance the way you hear about it, like if someone got sick in the tribe you would just be like you're out like we can't we can't get sick you're out like you know, the rest of us can't get can't get what you have you've got to go yeah yeah and i i legit have that I, it's really bad but, right. but i also have it the other way like if i'm sick i'm gonna isolate myself i'm like even before this coronavirus stuff like yeah, yeah. i don't want to be around you i don't want to give you it so like i'm gonna be out for a while See there until mm-hmm. I until my system sorts itself out. Like it, it's got it, it's got it. It's fighting the war inside me. So like, let me just yeah. be my be be and be on me. But when someone's sick around me, coughing, sneezing, spluttering, I'm about to throw it out to your head. Like I, I just <laughs> it's it's done. Like like I straight up, I don't want to be around. We're, you. I don't we're gonna put you. myself and you out of your misery. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna throw an axe at you. It's like this is done now, yeah. So either you sort yourself out quick, or I'm gonna sort it out. <laughs> so you pick, you pick. Um, that's that's like a bit a bit of the uh, the caveman still kicking around at me for sure. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> like, what, what is that? What is that for me? Um, <laughs> what makes me want to throw an axe in someone's head? <laughs> that's great. Uh, I I <laughs> I will get. I do disregard. Oh, okay, so there's an example of this from a while back. Yeah. Oh man, I think. Oh, so it's like you know, I was trying to get some. Uh, I was trying to get some help about um, getting some blood tests done a long, long time ago, mm. and um, so I was like, look, as a preventative measure, I want to get my bloods done so that I can see, you know, if there's like or whatever relevant testing it is. So I can see like, you know, are there any deficiencies in my body? Do I have a high level of systemic inflammation, whatever it might be, um, which doesn't present itself physically, but uh, you know, uh, deficient, like whatever presents itself f- uh, physically has been manifest, has been uh, like in the background and it only manifests mm-hmm. later on down the line. Once your body's like just had enough of buffering basically. And um, so with uh, with the doctor, it was like, uh, I, said, I went to the doctor first. I was like, you know, can I get these bloods done? And like, you know, why do you want to get the bloods done? I was like, because I want to make sure that everything is fine in my body. He's like, 
well, you're, I can't remember, it must have been like 26 or 27 at the time. He's like, you're like 26 years old, you're outwardly healthy, it's fine. I was like, what? <laughs> He's like, I basically realized that, okay, the NHS ain't going to do it for nothing, basically. They ain't going to do it because I'm interested in finding out. But then instead of that being the answer, I've got somebody just basically saying to me that uh, you, you don't need to do it. There's no point. And trying to sound smarter than me as well. Yeah. And so I don't mind because, you know, you do have that knowledge and background. But to suggest that it was irrelevant, it basically summed up a bunch of things for me. It was like uh, one of the things was is like somebody who's like wielding knowledge and power and trying to belittle me with it. I was like, you can fuck off. I'm not, I'm not down with that. There was somebody who was uh, kind of like that fixed mindset is like, I know better and you don't need to do this. And uh, like, you, you, like, what's the point in you going down another route? Mm. So it is basically that fixed mindset of protecting their own knowledge as well, because instead of just being like, yeah, sure, you can, we can't do that for you. But here's, here's some suggestions, like instead of being like, uh, they tried, they basically said, hey, you can fill out these forms and you can go do it privately. But it was like, uh, but the way it all went down, right, it was just basically, it was essentially the biggest thing was is like trying to fob me off like I'm sort of some sort of dickhead who um, is, it's got no idea of like what I'm talking about in here. I'm somebody who knows, who knows better. It's like, even if I have no idea what I'm talking about, this is, this this is worth exploring, right? It's like, uh, it's, you, don't give me that flat answer of you're 26 and outwardly healthy. Mm. So that means shit all. It doesn't mean anything. And um, so one of those things is, yeah, it's just I don't like when people are doing that kind of uh, they're the authority and therefore mm. they know best and don't want to take on the other person's opinion and like ask the question of like, you know, why you might be thinking that way. Um, other things that kind of, bug me yeah it's just i guess um when uh, like uh, to kind of to make the point on that one as well is like i, I kind of went out of the doctor's office i was like i'm never listening to this motherfucker again i don't care if he's what to say. it was just the way you handled that just gave me a completely awful uh, opinion of how your uh, how you approach um something that's out of your wheelhouse as well it's like it's not even something that you're an expert in so it's like why would you tell me that there's no point in doing this kind of thing so it's just a bunch of different things. Like uh, I just remember it's just the feeling that I got. I was like, this has told me so much about you that I don't mm. need to know anything else. And um, yeah, and like, you know, articulate. And interesting is like, you know, a couple of years later when I like did get around to actually doing it properly as well, I turned out like I had massive deficiencies in like zinc levels and, um, and, uh, and like, you know, bordering on a couple of other um uh, vitamins uh, and minerals so i was like motherfucker i could have got this done two years ago and figured it out then if that was the case then rather than you know two years down the line and then having to you know super dose some, some zinc and shit like that and then try and build myself back up so it was just uh, it's just, yeah that's frustrating because again your body can always look outwardly healthy but what's going on underneath is um could be suggesting otherwise and it's, it's a preventative measure than more than is a curative measure so it's just basically it's somebody who's just not willing to think outside of what they already know because yeah. the system that they work within is all about fixing problems as a, as opposed to preventing problems mm. so it's like all right fine you know that's your 
that's your fixed mindset that's bothering you. So I guess it's basically just people with that fixed mindset. I think like a story that you um, mentioned ages ago, which was um, you're sparring with a dude at, um, at Wave and you just come off the back of like a session with Sylvia and you're practicing mm. some stuff, you're really struggling with it. And he was like, oh man, he's like, no wonder you're so good. You've been having training sessions with this guy. And it was basically implying that, you know, the the yeah the implication there was that you're only good because you've taken sessions and i'm like uh, and there's no point in me sparring with you because you're you're better than me and it's like no wait what that makes no sense it's like the only way you're going to get better is if you're being challenged and then you ask that person questions like you know could he could have been that person who said you know what you just did was sick i have no idea how to defend that can you can you show me what's going on or can you at least like you know talk me through it a little bit and so yeah stuff like that is is the kind of thing that bothers me um it just kind of irks me i think there's like there's definitely other stuff as well i just can't mm. think of it. that's um, a great shot though man yeah i think it's yeah. yeah i think it's fixed mindset stuff and i think partly because i've been there i'm coming from that place and i just know how much i like uh i just it just irks me it's just like it's because it, it's kind of sad as well so uh, it, it bothers me when it feels like that person is kind of entrenched in that way of thinking. Mm. So I'd rather, uh, it would be better if I could have a conversation to kind of, you know, get that, get that mindset out, out of that, out of the way and shift it. But it's just, um, for a lot of people, it's just difficult to do. Yeah. I mean, that, that's such a, what you've just said there is so true, man. That's, that's mm. the key because like, this whole like collective consciousness thing, right? We are one organism. And if you come in to come into contact with a, a cell, a cell of this organism, which is like an enemy, clearly an enemy of progress, right? It's like, motherfucker, we're, we're trying to, we're trying to get better here. It's like, if I, That's if it. I've invested my time and my money to go and learn from somebody who is our instructor, by the way, I don't know if you noticed, he's the guy who takes the entire frigging class. Like yeah. I've gone in to, to take some, take some, ask more knowledge from him. And then I'm coming to invest my time with you. I ain't here to become world champion of wave BJJ. Am I? It's like, it's <laughs> like, it's like this route, this role isn't going to determine who lives and dies and who, who gets the tribe and who gets the, the walk to the, to the field. Right. It's like, we're all just growing here. Right. So, uh, yeah, I remember it, it was such a crazy moment. I remember looking at him like you, you, you're the guy who would have gone to to look for food in the valley and get eaten by the saber tooth tiger like that's you like <laughs> like just straight up no no sense and and it was just it was it was because i had just finished rolling with him and then i rolled with somebody else and he actually said it to the other guy he was oh be careful with him he's been taking privates and i was like <laughs> <laughs> i was like what like like this guy's gonna do word for word what you just did and good oh man i don't even know where to start with that kind of person but what yeah. you said at the end there was was bang on because it really it's like it's almost like in that doctor's office you want to just be like close the computer we need to talk like what you just yeah. did there was wrong like what you did there yeah. was fucked up for so many different things because you're not yeah. helping me you're definitely not helping yourself so we need to have a talk right now because you're not being <laughs> you're not being an effective human being like not effective for me yeah. i know when you go home you're not effective for your for your family you know, you, you get on the bus, you probably don't say thank you to the bus guy. Like, you're just, a, you're just, you're being a waste right now. You're being a waste. Yeah. So we, need to, we need to fix this shit quick, right? Because, like, it, it's a place of compassion you're coming from, right? Because it's sad to see. I remember Lennox Lewis being on a podcast, like, actually being on Joe Rogan. 
and he was talking about how like it's mad to think how one man can can or woman or whatever can can start their life and go it can go so badly wrong that they can end up in prison or killing people or just being a horrible person but then the other person can be heavyweight champion of the world it's like what how are we capable of this duality but really what you're trying to what you're trying to say there is that you're you're we're willing to like put our lives on pause for a second and actually save the next person's life because really I can only be so effective. I'm only coming come into contact with so many people in my life, but mm-hmm. this person can, we're now obviously we've doubled the odds of fixing the world, right? We, we put a bit of time yeah. into this doctor who's in a much more authoritative position than either of us with a white coat on. Um, he can, he can really be so much more effective, but he's choosing to, 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 to kind of fold to his insecurities um, that he's just leaving potential on the table, right? Yeah. Yeah. Same, man. Is because what you said like earlier is like there's people like all generations in the family, in uh, who just put so many reps in that that it's just you're not gonna it's difficult to see the other side of it. And mm. you know, this person is probably the same sort of thing as well. And it's like, yeah, it's um, yeah, it's just it's just kind of sad. It's also again in a way like you know like you said there's that duality. You know we exist, um, so you know. In one timeline, I am this guy. Another timeline, I could I could be a murderer, you know. And it's just like you know what shaped those that decision making along the way for it to go down that path. And we have to be able to recognize that within us that we are kind of we're at the whims of our circumstances, we're at the whims of our environment, the people we surround ourselves with, the um, the kind of even like maybe the moment we took in a piece of information as well, like and how we interpreted that piece of information. Because what I find fascinating, for example, is <clears throat> like um, say say like you know I put a lot of um, I put a lot of effort into um, uh, listening to like Jordan Peterson and Andrew Huberman, right? So these two guys. Um, like from an intellectual point of view, they're also helping in the, like a, in a kind of life point of view as well. Like Huberman, like listing out like the neuroscience behind goal setting, for example, and achieving goals. And so that's basically given me a framework that I never had before towards mm. um, achievement. Basically, is like you know, and and like the relationship I have with achievement. So that's why I put a lot of weight on like learning that kind of stuff. And then there's um, and with and with Peterson is basically like a lot of people feel is he's articulating what you already know but in the best way possible and like in in like this complete package and it's not just about life stuff as well he's got um it's like i just watch him and i i'm watching somebody who's very good at thinking basically is uh, i'm you know i'm picking up on things he didn't say and as much as the things he did say is um and like the way he's approaching approaching a topic so because again, it's like you know, there's a hole there. There's something that I was missing on some level early on in life. But I also wonder is like you know, if I'd heard these two guys speaking, like you know, say they existed ten years ago and I was exposed to them, would I've been paying attention? Because ten years ago was prior to me being really fully aware of like what my capacity could be, what I actually wanted to do with myself. You know, I'm living a life where I'm kind of going the usual track of like zero zero discomfort in terms of um life ambitions where it's just here's a job you graduate uni here's a job you can run this job it'll be like you know go do the exams 
and you'll have a career set for the rest of your life kind of thing. And within that, there's, you know, there's the difficulty and the struggle and stuff. But but in terms of uh, life for me and like my interpretation of it, it was like, you know, that's not going to be satisfying. That's not going to be fulfilling. Mm-hmm. But I was kind of, I was in that zone and it was, I was starting to like, you know, at some point I was starting to figure out that I didn't like being in that place. But before I started realizing those things, if I had heard them speaking, I'm probably might not even paid attention. I might have just thought, well, yeah, whatever. It's just a couple of dudes who were just saying some stuff. And so I think timing is uh, is an important aspect of it as well. Uh, you just, yeah, it's just like, yeah, you're just reaching a certain point in your life where it just kind of makes sense because certain people have been saying this kind of stuff all along. And it, it's got a lot to do with the timing of the message, the way the message is packaged as well. It's like, you know, are they saying it in a way which just kind of resonates with you? And and then am I in a place to accept that message as well? It's like, you know, what can I latch on to here? This is what makes our job so fun, isn't it? Yeah. This is what makes our job so much fun. I mean, I call it a job, but it's just like we're 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 literally just like playing with the world in a mad yeah. way. It's like kind of hmm. we, we get called personal trainers because we, we operate in a gym. But I suppose if we were in that tax office and we just got put in there tomorrow yes we have a task to do but the conversations we have with people are fundamental man they're so Mm -hmm. needed they're so like this is this is this forms the the cogs that turn the wheel of society right it's like Mm -hmm. this this shit is just so so needed um it just it's just i suppose like what you just said there um the timing in which you hear these things like someone can be in a very defensive place have been hurt by somebody a loved one or whatever and then be triggered by something and all of a sudden for life now that that thing is now a, a damned thing and then this is where like as a pt you've got to unpack the human being in front of you in a, such mm-hmm. an efficient way and such a neutralistic way to basically get the most out of this person to make them realign when all the little integers in their life where they've kind of, there's a slight spike off to the left here, there's a slight spike off to the right there. But it's it's using the mindset that none of this stuff is bad. It's just that it's showing you something, like you said earlier. You know what I mean? It's like mm. all of this stuff is productive. We choose it to make it productive. Yeah. Yes, it may seem like work right now, but like you said earlier, like you would have seen you you got the exams laid out in front of you and you were like oh yeah this is a simple life this is i can go and have my three and a half kids and live on the white picket fences it's like but that's not making me effective at anything mm. it's making me actually just die a slow death um whereas what you really want is you want that not all the time but you want a path of this is interesting this is this this was my like i don't know why but this is a phrase of mine that i used to repeat to myself when i especially when i was training when i was really young and it was, uh, I choose the path of most resistance. Mm. And um, it's sometimes that, that can be misconstrued and sometimes you can kind of go a bit wayward with it. But you do want the hard beaten road, right? You do want the, the especially to, to just teach you how to deal with shit, teach you how to deal with yourself. You got to go through that stuff and then like unpack it. And um, yeah, it's really interesting, man. It's really, really interesting, especially when you get to do it to yourself first. And then you look at another person, like, we're all the same. Like you feel mm. sadness the way I feel sadness. Like this is a game paraphrasing from the conversation I had with a friend yesterday. It's like the emotion, sadness, happiness, we've all experienced it. 
but then it's like it's like seeing that somebody is kind of stuck on one emotion and they're not really leaving that emotion and they just kind of built their house on that emotion it's like well mm. we've got to move we can't be here the whole time because now yeah. this is like a it's like a disease it's like you've got to get rid of this disease to to fully actualize and fully breathe all of life right um mm -hmm. but then like you said like people get so comfortable and they start to make their house on there they start to have families and kids on there and then then that's how you that's how we have a society sometimes which is a bit bit fractured right um mm. but yeah we get to go around fixing that shit man plugging all them leaks yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. dunking, on them, dunking on them hoops just be like yep we can fix that <laughs> yeah. fix that fix that fix that but obviously the, the person that gets fixed the most is us right we get we yeah. we, we kind of I, th I think you might even be born out born out of that i mean you can probably speak on you, you will speak on this better yourself but like did you feel like you was did you just feel fucked when you were younger when you when you were doing the tax thing did when you just feel like you were just dead already but you hadn't been buried yet like you were just <laughs> yeah. a bit like silvio silvio actually said that to me silvio's that's silvio's shout out um yeah he said to me once we were having a conversation once and uh he was like yeah a lot of the world is, is already dead but they're just not buried yet and uh <laughs> yeah. i was like wow man, that's that's, that's so brutal legit. so yeah, legit, it's true. Man. so yeah, it's true. yeah brutal you're right totally brutal but it is it is like take a take a look right i don't see what else it is it makes so much sense um yeah. but yeah you got to have the ones that are willing to die and then be like oh yeah like we said they can't totally think it's like you you die and you realize that when you've built your house it's cool because you can build it anywhere you just have mm. to you just have to realize you've got to leave this one first like let's get out yeah. of this place because this place is a sucky place to be yeah, yeah. i think uh, yeah. so i love that it's like most of what is dead they're just not buried yet oh that, <laughs> that cut deep yeah man yeah, yeah i yeah. love that too right and yeah, that's, I mean, to be honest, it's like uh, that's a good person for it to be coming from because he's just a dude who's just he's just living by the only thing he wants to do yeah. and knows how to do, and uh, and continues to you know in, employ the growth mindset to keep learning and keep growing within that as well. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's epic. So it's, it's a good source for it to be coming from as well. Mm. With me, it's like um, so. So here's the thing as well: is like when. Uh, so people who know who know the story about like you know, me leaving tax basically to start becoming a personal trainer it's the the short version of it so like, i never actually hated it and so the thing is it was like it ticked certain boxes in the sense that um so here's another thing right it's like if you're doing a tick box exercise it's like yeah it's, okay cool you're you're trying to make it fit at an intellectual level mm. but what's it doing for you on the inside so like in <laughs> terms of ticking that's it man it's like in terms of ticking the boxes it was like, okay um i i got a good feeling after i finished that interview and then you know i got off and i even to the point where i remember actually i said the recruiter called me after i finished the interview and they were, i had to go i was like you know what i, I feel like i could have done a little bit better there was certain things about it, it was like I've, I, I did well like i feel like i present myself well but there's certain things i could have done better and um and she was like well you know what they, they want your what they want you back i was like, all right oh fucking great that's cool and then basically vibed well got the job so basically i was working in a good team of people like you know it's a small team but like they were they were good people and i had a good good uh, a good manager director who was like really good at figuring out um how to how to like how to make me excel uh, in the job and um and so yeah, like the career path is there, all those different kinds of things. 
but that just wasn't just wasn't mm. sitting with me, right? Yeah. So it's like, okay, I work with good people, I've got a good <clears> manager, I've got um got a career growth, a career path set out around me. Like, you know, the work is intellectually stimulating because it is problem solving. It's like it sounds ridiculous, but like, you know, you look at fucking tax legislation, you see a sentence, a sentence is a goddamn three, like a page long paragraph. You're like you're you're clearly just like yeah get out of here <laughs> exactly. get out of here get out of, you know that, that would basically be all of the tax legislation just like get out of here and uh, so you know you got to read between the lines you got to figure out what like where the bullshit is and where it isn't and then you got to take it in from like you know the subsidiary that you're dealing with and be like okay you give me this information here's what the legislation says i got to make it fit that basically and uh, and then you know I'm going through the training, so there's like it's problem solving, intellectual stimulation there as well, and stuff like that. So it kind of like takes those boxes. But I was like, yeah, but there's something about it just doesn't sit well with me. You know, it's like I just can't do this. Like, or and it's it's the lifestyle as well. It's like, uh, you know, if you're if you're looking at the clock and just waiting for lunchtime every single day, so you can go train or go outside, and then come and then you know, come back in. It's just like, it's just not speaking out to you. So when I started figuring that out, because I'd done that enough times, it was like, oh shit, yeah, something's not right. So for me, it was like, it, it wasn't like I was uh, hating it. It wasn't like my existence was a bane on me. But I, but what I knew, what I started to figure out was, this just can't be my life. Because mm -hmm. it would end up feeling like I am dead, just not buried yet. Because it was yeah it's it's just it's, it's like uh, again it's doing enough repetitions in that um kind of in in that existence where at the beginning it doesn't feel like that but you know you encroach on that a little bit more and then a little bit more and a little bit more it's kind of like how um yeah you know how <laughs> it's like how jordan peterson has described is like if you were alive in nazi germany you would have been a nazi it's like mm. You know, you think you're a reasonable person, but you would have become a Nazi. And it's not like it was from here's his a moment where you're a normal person and then the next moment you're a Nazi. It's not that how that works. It's it's that slow encroachment. And you see it happen like in everyday life as well. It's like, you know, you're uh, like, for example, people who have been in abusive relationships talk about how it was they you know you can't really pick a moment when it started to become abusive it just eventually the boundary just got wider and wider and wider in terms of the abusive behavior and it just kind of set in and you're like oh wait i didn't know i was within this boundary of abuse i thought i was outside of that and it just turns out i'm inside it because it just gradually widens without you really noticing and paying attention so it's the same thing with that kind of life and so i knew that if i like being like when I got into it being 22 and also when you're young you kind of have uh, in my opinion I feel like you have a bit more uh, tolerance for a bit more tolerance for that kind of bullshit because you know you feel like you're young you can do anything you'll feel like you know I'm willing to make any sacrifice to do what I want to do but then again I was like I don't really know what I'm sacrificing because I don't really know what I want uh, all I knew was it just didn't feel good so you know you do enough repetitions in that and eventually just like like in other areas, you know, it just encroaches on you, and you start to feel like you're, uh, you start to feel like you're living a life which is just existing as opposed to thriving. And um, because I don't buy it as well as like everybody like this, so there's people who are actually you know they're willing and happy to make the trade off. I know people like that, and it's like that's cool because you're well aware of your decision. But there's loads of people 
who aren't. And so I don't buy it like, you know, that anybody who is in that place is like, yeah, I'm doing great. You know, I work for eight weeks a year and I take four of those week, four weeks off and uh, that's enough for me to feel like I'm, you know, living a good life. And, you know, I'm kind of you're just like, you know, if you're living for the vacation and stuff like that, it's just, mm, I don't know, man, it just, yeah, it just, it just doesn't, I don't think, uh, I don't think that resonates. I don't, it doesn't resonate with me. I don't think most people buy that own, their own story, but it's also, is like not taking the time to figure out what, um, what could be the better version for themselves. Mm-hmm. And cause again, it's just harder, it's harder to do that and it's easier to take that path. So uh, yeah. For me, I have definitely, yeah, it definitely would have felt like, you know, by the time I would have got to 30, it would just be like, because I ended up meeting some of my peers from university at that time, around about that 30 age mark. And um, one of them said to me, like, you know, kind of mid-sentence, it was like, man, you look really happy. I was like, what? Mm. <laughs> I, was, I was kind of taken aback by that statement. And he was like, yeah, you know, you're just kind of like, you're doing what you want. You're, you're dealing with people, like, you're living this life. And I was like... Uh, yeah, I guess so. It's like, mm. you know, like no way am I the finished article in any of the like like value systems that I hold. But um, cool, yeah, for sure. Like I'm making, I'm doing, I'm doing well in that front for sure. Like I'm just kind of stubborn about doing what I want to do. And then another friend was like uh, teetering on, like you know, you ask the question, it's like, how you how you doing? Uh, you know, how's everything going? And it's like, just wouldn't really want to talk about that uh to a deeper level because if you did you'd start to make them realize that their life yeah. is everything it's not they don't want it to be yeah. so okay cool and uh yeah so i could so that would have been me and i just wouldn't have I, there's no way i could like uh live with that basically mm-hmm. Love it. um Love it. You, yeah because you, you're you're coming from a place of just like i've just always done what i wanted to do is that would that be accurate um yes and no yes mm. from from the perspective of you that yeah i know you, i think you mean it yes from the perspective of i've always been a personal trainer but mm. um i think what what this is really interesting because pre me being a personal trainer um i almost but through that mantra of of uh what was what did i say earlier uh, the the path of most resistance being in that space i was almost a bit trapped right i was almost a bit trapped in the sense that i want I, I was training to to be this like behemoth and just train and, and lift weights and then it started to kind of become uh, a prison almost right it started to come become mm-hmm. like a a uh, i had to keep up appearances i had to go to the gym again and put mm-hmm. seven plates aside and move it like it was nothing and, and like you it ends up it ends up killing you unfulfilled and mm. that's the truth of it. That's the truth of it. Like, I'm, I'm, and then, then you have to deal with that shit quite young. And it's weird because, like, gym, like, you'll know what this is like. Everyone will know what this is like, right? Like, a gym guy will know what this is like, right? Well, I'm sure girls too. But, like, seeing somebody and then be like, oh, you look a bit small today. And they're like, oh, my heart. <laughs> like, like, it, hurts, it hurts so much, right? Who the hell says that? <laughs> but, like, but, like, it's just a thing, right? So, like, when, when you're, when you're, when your entire life is based on one thing and you get feedback and it's like, you're failing, you're failing that one thing. It's like, what the fuck, man? Like, like this, this is all I have. This is all I have. Right. So like you can go all in and blow the doors off and be like, 
where the where's the where's the horse hormone hormones are like go all the way in but you know it's not it's not you know that going further into this deep rabbit hole is not going to get you back to the surface like you got to you got to start like thinking of ways of getting out of this hole and um that's kind of where i found myself i think and almost like that that accident happening i'll talk about the car crash a few times like that happening and then me trying to go visit visit the well again and be like okay i need to carry on going on this on this kind of trek um it just didn't it started feeling wrong and it's it's very interesting this is i think why we vibe so hard because that that um sentinel moment is present in both our lives in different ways like you found it in a tax office and i found it almost in a gym where it was like i i can do this but i can i like i don't dislike this but i know there's more to it than than just this um mm. i think that's just, that's it's, it's so necessary for people to find that out early on and this is why the resistance comes in later on because then you're just you're a bit more afraid a bit more afraid a bit, a bit more resistant to change and um and yeah you, like you said you see it in people and you see it. i'm about so i i also had i've had a few other jobs i've worked in holland and barrett i've worked in a clothes shop i worked in giacomo clothes shop can you imagine me working in a clothes shop okay. can you imagine <laughs> me working in a clothes shop like yeah buy this what? Yeah, take it. <laughs> like, like, like I freaking know what I'm talking about. I'm wearing the same black jeans I wore Monday, and it's freaking yeah. Thursday, and I'm wearing the same jumper because I'm just like I have to be clothes when I go out to society. <laughs> but like, I give no <laughs> shits about anything that you buy or don't buy. Just, just, just let yeah. me finish my hours and go home because I got I have a bit of a wage. Um, yeah, <laughs> that shit just, just, just don't like on, on the level where I was at in my life then. That shit just didn't matter, right? So, but, but yeah I, I think i think being being trapped in that sense feeling that kind of anxiety of being stuck in this in this prison that i almost created for myself by being too singular makes you branch out and makes you created the the need for you to pivot and go off in a different direction and that that's difficult because especially when you have like a very strong cultural grip and very strong family bond and that requires you to fit into that like you always have like one of those additions and then you start being the outlier. It's like, oh shit! Well, I want to be over here. It's like you, you see it in other families. You see kind of like black sheep's and all this kind of stuff. And yeah. it's it's difficult to be that, right? It's difficult to be that. But I think you need to to save your own life. You do need to be that. And then you can almost return back to those people. And I find myself doing this now. It's mad. <coughs> um, find myself kind of returning back to some of the people in my family and being more effective for them for the choices that I've made now. And mm-hmm. um, I know other people who have. A similar story of kind of stepping out on their own lives breaking their own mold and then coming back to help other people break their own molds and i think that's what we do as personal trainers is that yeah. we get stuck in we get stuck in a way and we know it's wrong like we know the resonance it speaks for itself right the vibe the vibe is real right and uh like you said it like it's not all wrong but there's some things that earning money on a tuesday just won't fix like you need to step back and you need to really look at this because it's it's otherwise you're just going to keep spiraling looking in the wrong in the wrong places for this fulfillment and it just it just won't come but the 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 the, the best part about all this is is that as soon as you start making the right choice and you start feeling that uncomfortability you learn straight away and it's about that it's about seeing it as a lesson as opposed to seeing it as failure or seeing it as um time spent away from the thing that you think that you want most but giving you that's really giving you no fulfillment yeah. Um, it's about, about kind of being brave in that moment, right? So, yeah, it's um, it's a cool, cool journey, man. It's a cool, cool journey. And I, I, sp- I bet there's people out there with their own versions of this. Yeah, man. Is um, 
Thanks. Seeing the lessons. Uh, there, there was a, there was a bunch of stuff you said there, man. It's like I'm doing the whole thing as well. It's like where do I begin? It's like, just yeah, begin where... it'll come in, man. It'll come in for sure. Exactly. But mm. yeah, working in uh, that's brilliant, man. Working in Jack, was that pre pre PT days or like? Uh... No, no, it was it was the same time. It was the same time. Okay. So I didn't quite I didn't quite actually finish. Um, I'm gonna jump back in now. So uh, yeah, working working at Jackamo, working at Holland and Barrett, and then also getting a job at uh the gym as well and um it was just just to be and and just to be the reason why that happened was because i felt so ineffective at other parts of my life i have to like almost um like you said high hyperdose on a deficiency and you end up kind of hyperdosing on a a perceived deficiency but the deficiency is uh is somewhere else but you end up just kind of working hard not working smart right and yeah. um that's that's where i kind of found myself was that I'm, I'm the guy who can wake you want me to wake up at three in the morning i'll do it you want me to walk to work i'll do it like you want me to be there for 17 hours a day i can do it like i can redline that way and i can get good at doing that but really that doesn't solve the issue like it, it led that when which then 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 that led me to kind of going off to london finding that that also wasn't the answer then it led me to come back home and be like okay now i think i have a bit more of a bit more of a basis in in my own comfort like i'm my own, my own direction you put it that way not the word comfort's the wrong word to use there my own mm. direction and um now it's a case of i've become aware i've aligned with the things i want to align with i've just I've, I've kind of found my path and now i'm just now it's time to act on it and obviously we know like that's going to manifest itself in in uh, the project that we're working on right now but it's now it's go time like tj said it a few times last year last last week um now it's time to just just put the put the rubber to the road and just hit it hard until the wheels fall off right because because <laughs> there's nothing else to do now man that but yeah like you said you, you you said like i think the question you originally asked was like was that something that you felt or you went through because you you've always been a pt um i definitely have uh always been a pt at heart but i haven't always been acting as a pt at heart if that makes sense yeah, but it's yeah. the process of finding myself as a as an effective person that that i had to go through that as well everyone has to mm. i think Everyone has to just just to get rid of the old shit and realign with the new stuff. Yeah, cool. And like, uh, just to be clear on it as well, with the hyperdosing on the deficiencies, like, what exactly was that that you're trying to that you feel you're trying to gain? Glad you asked that, man. Because uh, I just couldn't I couldn't be around people. I was shit at right. I was super shit at being around people. Like I'm telling you, G, I swear, I was I would sit and be on my own and be happy as Larry on my own. Like mm. genuinely, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't, I'd be cool not seeing another person for days on end. And in, in times just look for that isolation and be cool with it because I knew that there was nobody else around who wanted to train at this time or nobody around who wanted to do what I wanted to do at this time. So it's cool. I just, I, I got those reps solidly on my own, which I'm thankful for because it leads me to a place now where I, I'm cool by myself, right? Like I, I know what I might be up to. I'm happy. Um, but I knew that I had no basis in the reality of being with or next to or in a team with or anything like that with another person. Like I had done it, obviously I had friends through school or whatever, but there was not deep. There weren't deep. There were just shallow reps. They were just like showing up at a Sunday Zumba class. Like I wasn't actually sweating for that shit, right? I wasn't actually, I wasn't going silver you deep with that shit, right? You know what I mean? Like there's, there's levels, this game. You were going Zumba deep. Zumba deep, not as a wrestling seat deep. Oh man, that's, that's, 
that's a quotable right there. That, that's, a, that's how I'm going to pick shit now. Is like, it's like if I'm doing something, I'm like, am I going Zumba on this or am I going wrestling on this? Oh. That's brilliant. Just play with your mini barbell on the corner. Just like, this is great. I'm having a great time. Yeah. It's like, I'm not doing great. It's like, you know, any piece of work as well is like, stop fucking Zumbaing it and start wrestling yeah. that shit. Exactly, exactly. It's like, it's like what your mom kind of tells you: you're gonna learn this or what? You're gonna like, you're like just, just, just <laughs> yeah. gonna get on with this shit. Like you, you play or you flirt on the edge for. Um, yeah, just jump in the pool, man. Yeah, so it was just that. It was like I had no ability to be with or in the vicinity of another person and converse like we're doing right now and mm-hmm. hold eye contact and be comfortable and be able to organize my thoughts. It's mad that I got to that level in my life, like twenty something years old, and just had, bro. It was bad. It was really bad. Like, just, I've got this image. Of you. I've got this image of you now. Just like you read, you read somewhere. It's like this is how to be social and make eye contact. So the next thing you're doing is the next person you see, you're like, do you know what? <laughs> just yeah, you get you, you see me. You see <laughs> the first book. The funny, the first book. This is the, this is a great story, right? Was I should go get this book. I want to find it in a second. But I have to. I swear yeah. it's called <laughs> it's called twenty odd ways or seventy odd ways to make conversation. Yeah, yeah. And if and if that is not a cry for help, I don't know what the fuck is, right? <laughs> <laughs> that was legit one of the first books I bought myself. I was like, you need to read this. Uh, like, take yeah. this but I'd, I'd like to purchase one of these, please. <laughs> I need you know, respect for you though. Again, like you see your deficiency. You're like, all right, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go sort this out. But man, that that was that was the, the genesis of all of it, right? Like without that, I can't have the conversations with you. I can't have the conversations with clients. I can't form a business. I can't become recognized in in the industry. I can't like sit in an interview. I can't talk to other people. I can't form relationships. I can't progress. Like you need we need yeah. the world is like the net we don't we, it's not like we have like zebras running the world. We have humans running the world. So like learn how <laughs> learn how humans work. Like like right now I, I yeah, I just had no reps in this game. So I just started getting reps in this game, man. And it's it's clearly yeah. it's clearly been the right reps. That's sick, man. What what do you like uh, is this something off the top of your head that you recall from that book, which is like how to do how to start a conversation? Is there is there a conversation <laughs> start that you can remember? one of them always sticks out because this is in every book right even if you listen to like so a great book on this people is um how to win friends and influence people dale carnegie great book like brilliant book um recommended to me by dan miles savage um savage (laughs) one of the things for that book i swear it was like 70 odd things it was a lot of things it was a lot of like with you this this book is like i just looked at the numbers oh that's a high number <laughs> I was gonna top that deficiency right up, like yeah. all, all seventy. Uh, one of them was like the basic thing of, of um, if somebody's got, oh, it, it was have a conversation piece on you. So it was, it was like that's just the dumbest thing to have as well. It's like kind of like walking. In, imagine like walking into the office and like Janice is like pierced her, a pierced her earring and she's got like a feather in her ear now. It's like oh, she mm. wants you to ask about the feather so you could have a chat about the feather and like yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Like it's that it's that ridiculous <laughs> thing where it's like you're so shit at this. You had to come with a loaded gun. <laughs> you had to come with a loaded gun and all I can do is pull that trigger. I don't shit, but that but that you need those reps sometimes. You need, the, yeah, you need those reps that I just like the, the like I said the low hanging fruit right like that that gets you to be motivated to climb the tree and further go along but I mean, yeah that, that, that's what i can remember man. 
That's great, man. I'll be honest, right? It's like it sounds hilarious. You're like, I'm so shit having conversations. I need a book about this kind of thing. Yeah. But there's, there's still value in it as well because oh, it's basically that is that's basically that's teaching observation. That's not teaching how to have a how to have a conversation. That's teaching observation. It's like if you see this on someone, go make a comment about it, and then you'll end up having a conversation. Right? <laughs> it's like, it's like it's something bigger, bigger than than just it being about how you speak to someone. Yeah, man. It's, it's like have you seen the movie Hancock? Yes, Will Smith. Will Smith. Yeah, yeah. Right. So that, yeah, he's a proper loader, right? He has the he has yeah. all these powers, but he's like just gives no shits, right? And he does yeah. it his own way. And then at one point, the guy who's coaching him is like, "You got to give a compliment once in a while." And this is TJ and I have talked about this. Like, I did not know how right. to give compliments. I did not know how yeah. to like. And he's like learning it in the movie. He's like good good job like good job he <laughs> yeah, says, yeah, he says everybody right you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> he has so robotic when he says it but he has to yeah. it has to be that level like like taking yeah. somebody for their age or their like maturity by their how they look or like whatever is, is incorrect like you need to basically understand properly understand the person i was a 100 uh, a product of that that fit that mm -hmm. mold because someone would look at me and be like oh okay yeah you have your shit together but like, I defo didn't have my shit together. Like, I don't know what you're looking at, but I, I can tell you, you're wrong. You are exactly. proper wrong. Then, it's hilarious. If, they, if you ever put together like an image of what that person sees and your own self-image next to each yeah. other, they would look like two different people. You'd be like, I don't know what you see. Yeah, you see that though, don't you? You see like um, the the outwardly confident, like I've seen it on Facebook or Instagram or whatever, like there's a girl looking in the mirror She's got a hand on her hip and she's like wearing some nice dress or whatever. And uh, the, the world sees like a confident girl who's like uh, has curves or has whatever. And then inside she's just like, oh, I hate myself. Like I, I obviously what it wasn't that that way inclined, but there's there's those roots are different for different people. Right. So that the, 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 the sentiment is the same. But then like coming into PT, I remember one of my first clients, like she she like if I was trying to tap the shell of my human and be like oh let me just break these little parts off she just come across and just like push that shit off the shit off the stairs was like break break because she challenged <laughs> me on so many different levels she was so nice. so quick-witted and so like fiery and 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 she still is to this day like ash big shout out to ash um she helped me form as a person literally like yeah. this is this is why there's there's a there's a monetary transaction going on here but almost like that shit don't mean nothing man like like mm. and and it's it's yeah it's just so what i'm getting in return is more valuable than 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 the money you know what i mean and hope, yeah. hopefully like the trading and then the experience and the knowledge is is part is, is is on par but i mean um yeah the people you get to meet with this kind of profession i'd recommend it to anybody like you're gonna jump in the pool this is the pool to jump in you know, mm. it's just like one one day you've got ash showing up then your next day you've got johannes the vicar showing up and your next day you've got like felix showing up age 11 it's like how many ways yeah, can, yeah. You, can you pivot and like be but yeah, man, I've I've been the 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 product of well, the, the the greatest success I think has been like on my progression as, as a human being because of these people. Yeah. So yeah, man, massively thankful. Exactly, man. I feel mm -hmm. you as well. It's like uh, and yeah, I'm super grateful for my clients, man. Super grateful clients that I've had in the past as well. Because yeah, each and every one of them just shaped shaped you as a human being. You know how like mm -hmm. uh, TJ said last week is like I learned a thing on Monday and I apply it on Tuesday. And that would, yeah, that would happen. That happens all the time is uh, same thing. And, you know, they're giving me, they're giving me the place and the space to apply, which, 
it's not just like an application of knowledge. It's an application of a way of being because ultimately what we do is help people improve their lives, right? And um, so that helps us improve our life as well because there's nothing, yeah, there's nothing like, uh, there's nothing like working with people and seeing the progression and uh, how that reflects on yourself mm-hmm. because, you know, every every session to learn something new uh, is, it sounds, you, you just, again it's that mindset as well it's like you have to you have to be open to the idea that you're going to learn something from from your clients as much as you're going to impart on them and uh and, and you do you really really do because you can never go into it being like okay i'm the expert in terms of helping you get where you want but you're going to make me a better expert because you're going to challenge me in a way where you know it's, it's going to make me think about something and I'm going to have to really think about the response to you. Um, it's going to challenge me in a certain kind of way where it feels like I might have seen it all before, but I've got to approach it from a different angle mm. and, and uh, yeah, and just keeping, keeping you open and mm. keeping you, keeping. You, so when you said there about the, uh, the other angle, it's like mm. you know, the, the analogy you gave at the start with the dot and the circles and the circles you're yeah. looking in one direction to catch one semicircle or one yeah. one fragment of that exactly. thing yeah. now, now you have a different perspective a different angle right so you can yeah. see more of the picture and i think yeah. that's um yeah that's a great way of thinking about it man yeah i think that's what yeah that's what clients uh, clients do and it's and it's and a lot of it is like it's not even about it's not even in the training sessions it's not it's not even in the training it's not even in the nutrition advice or all that kind of stuff it's just uh, you know what they talk about like you know what they're able to bring and um you know i just learn a lot about <clears throat> like one for example one of the things that really stands out to me it's it's a small thing but it's just something that's come to it, it's easy because it's in the front of my mind is a client ages ago was just telling me like uh, when him and his wife had their first child and the difference between having their first and having the second so this is all stuff like you know I don't have any kids, but it's really helpful to know for the time when, you know, I probably do have kids. Mm. And so it hits home in, in, in a certain kind of way. And I just learned something. I've picked up a completely different kind of, a completely different perspective in a field. I have like, you know, I don't have any basis of reality. And what you say that, you know, I've, I've adopted that now as well as I have zero, I have zero basis in that reality. Like, I don't know what the hell it takes. Is like, uh, I know, for example, like, you know, what a healthy child development looks like, but uh, in terms of raising a kid and what that would be like, you know, I don't know. And uh, I can, and so, um, you know, there's an education process that's going on there. And one of the things he said was basically, you know, when we had the first one, it's kind of manageable. Yeah, sure, you get sleepless nights and things like that, but one of us can be awake taking care of the kid and then that one can go to sleep. And then I'm on, uh, duty taking care of the kid and you know we can keep flipping between the two then he said the same thing is when the second one came along so we've got two kids now but we might as well have 10 it just makes <laughs> things that much harder and i was like whoa he goes yeah because you got two kids it's like it's not like one of you is going to be able to handle both of them crying at the same time mm-hmm. and one of you is going to be able to handle both of them like uh, you know needing to put them to bed and soothe them and everything like that is that both of you need to do that you're both spent at the same time all the time and i was like oh shit i was like yeah yeah okay that's a that's a good thing i'm like oh, clearly i've made a mental note of that because that's the first thing that came to my mind in terms of what i learned from my clients but uh, but i was like okay cool yeah mental noted that's uh, it's gonna be fucking crazy <laughs> just mm. get good at having a kid and then see about having a second one <laughs> and uh, yeah one. so just yeah just things like that 
And uh, yeah, so you just learn so much from their life experience. And that's, yeah, I think that's a big reason why um, is, is, is why I do what I do. I think I'm just a lot of curiosity about life and our existence and stuff like that. And be, the more people you meet, the more you expand your, um, you expand your footing in, in, in different people's realities and uh, therefore shaping your own perspective and hopefully trying to take on trying to see, be able to see other people's perspective even if you don't live it even if you don't agree with it you're just able to see that there is another perspective out there mm-hmm. it's really interesting like what you said there like i remember being really subscribed to like stoicism and mm. um and like being quite like how they describe themselves to be separate of the noise of the world mm. it's it's like I, I like that i do i, I still to this day like I, I subscribe to that in the sense that when it serves you to be completely um void of the noise i think it helps with with lots of things right um mm-hmm. and it's a, it's a cool philosophy it's a cool philosophy to read and I, I like the the virtues that come along with it and obviously like the moral characters and all those kind of things but then it kind of it kind of comes undone when you have to stop and think about other people in their chaotic like really difficult lives like i can't i can't come across on my moral high horse and be like, I've looked after myself in, in by separating my mind when when um, my life is, isn't like this. It's like, I need to, I don't need to live your life, but I need to have empathy and I need to understand that your life is entirely your own. And mm. me not understanding that should almost dictate the judgment. It should definitely dictate the judgment. It should definitely dictate the, the yeah, just, just the way in which I receive you and the way in which I act around you um because really you you just you just don't know you just don't know right and i think i think imposing your own um viewpoint especially someone so strong it's uh it's going to lead to just disconnect i think that's where you just need to almost like leave your bags at the door and be like okay just just teach me like teach me what you got because because i don't know um it's really interesting like i think i did that did it this morning with a client of mine another 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 ash but uh, shika this time and um we talked about kind of some of the things that, that, that she wanted to talk about. And it just it really, really highlighted to me um, the differences that people have in their lives. Um, and again, like it just points back to why we love, why I love this job so much is because uh, it makes you like, it exposes you, exposes you to so many different things. And as a T, it's a word that he definitely loves is that like being exposed to just different human beings in different walks of life and have that, that have different experiences makes us like you use the word various and variability and uh i know jordan shadows uses that in the in the tour in the terms of talking about joints is like they have to be um variability and then you have to build the capacity at, at those different various points you have to kind of do the reps and then you can you can be powerful from those positions right like that, mm-hmm. that's what you're talking about in terms of having experiences having have first being exposed to people with different lives cool you've been exposed now spend time with them fully out fully unpack those positions those people and those, spend time in those joint positions right like kind of get those reps and then it's a case of oh, i can i i think i now actually have some understanding here i have, I have some sure footing here like if i say this am i speaking out of turn no okay cool well great i, I now understand that i can i can operate from this place with this person um and then you you kind of you've kind of become powerful right the way he uses it is like variability capacity and power it's like you've you've now um you've now grasped the the power of change as like a, as a tool of yours right so yeah man mm. it's uh it's really interesting really really fun yeah entirely it's mm. 
with yeah somebody else challenge like just yeah just bringing it to you from a different angle yeah is yeah again you said something i was like oh man that's a good one to evolve onto but uh but yeah people that's why people are important and that's what um tj kind of like you know he said it several times last week which was surrounding yourself like he, he looks at you and you just come along and you're like yo bro level up you know that's basically mm-hmm. what he's hearing when you when you have a certain kind of conversation and uh and yeah that's why it's important to have people just around you whether it's clients or whether it's folks who you're close to already or like whether it's training partners whoever it is is like the the challenge to show you show you what is from a different point of view and yeah. and uh, and then also showing you like you know what could be so mm. somebody catches you in a head and arm choke you're like all right um that i'm gonna try and defend that better next time and this mm-hmm. is how i'm gonna learn how to defend that and then so you put a rep in that and then you get better at that and then uh, next time it becomes harder for that person to catch you in the head and arm choke they might not even catch you at all it's like, okay great now they've got to rely on a different a different technique and um yeah it just keeps going from there and and yeah people are the power people are the power there mm, I, I think like this is the longest we've ever stayed on the topic hey this is the yeah. longest we've ever just got like kept stringing and kept like, connecting the dots right I'm sure it's <laughs> yeah. <very> well. Bam. <laughs> yeah it's prophecy connect the dots <laughs> yeah man um i think um oh no i've lost my train of thought great start 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 pat myself on the back a bit too soon there yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's right man we'll be able to connect the dots again later on yeah buddy yeah buddy nah it's cool it's, uh, yeah i think Do like i mean on that on, on the name as well connect the dots i think i mentioned it a little while ago as well but i like that line there's a certain group of people who live in south america but i think the romans kind of thought about it the same way as well which was um you walk through your life backwards because you can't see what's coming in front of you, but you can always see what's behind you. Mm-hmm. And so oh. you, then you can, yeah, you can connect the dots and mm-hmm. kind of make a, make a better path forward that way. That's, um, yeah. Remember what I was going to say. Yeah, go on. Yeah, you helped me, you helped me. Thanks, man. Mm-hmm. Um, I think in like, in, in advice, in advice to somebody who's maybe listening to this, um, I don't know if this is the, the best advice but i think looking back like he just said connecting the dots um for my situation if i was to see the way i was and see the deficiencies as more a serious thing i think it would have helped me out more i think it would have helped me out more as opposed to kind of just being okay with being in that rigmarole and being okay with it like it wasn't okay i mean it was it's like time spent like i said like i said a lot on this podcast time spent being um largely ineffective and largely like redundant like a lot of the things were done out of anger a lot of things were done out of um pure hard-headedness in some some ways that's a good thing because i know that's made me very deep in that world now like if i have to do something i'll do it like it needs to get done um Mm. but where i can kind of save myself where i I can kind of save myself I i should have um so i think somebody else out there who's kind of going through something where it's you know it's not right I think start seeing that as the as the focal point of where mm-hmm. to spend your efforts. And like we can use training, or I can almost use training to break this down in the sense that um, what we talked about last week on the course uh, with Jordan is like if you if you continue deadlifting, but you have an issue with the deadlift, for instance, you can't maintain your core brace, right? So it's like well, work on that. 
So put the barbell down. Let's fix that. And then when we go back to deadlift, we should be able to integrate that newfound strength into this mm-hmm. this compartment in your life. So it's it's a case of like where you can. It's not it's not always easy. It's not as easy as like stop deadlifting. Someone's life like could be like oh your kids or it could be your family. It could be whatever. It's it's a tough thing. But where you can get ten minutes, I think, I'll start aligning yourself with somebody who you think deals with that kind of situation better than you do, and mm-hmm. then emulate it and like see where it can fit into your life. And go and buy that book. Yeah, go and buy that book. Then seventy-two yeah. ways to talk to somebody, right? And just just action <laughs> on one of them. You know, I mean, it's literally as simple as that. It's just like start moving forward somewhere, and uh, yeah. then the people, the right people, will definitely find their way into your life for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think. Yeah, um, yeah. I think well, again, like going back to like the value that the book like that actually has. There's um, there was another thing that I came across. Like somebody had like created like cards, basically, you know, like cards against humanity. But instead of mm. something outlandish and outrageous written on it, it was just basically a question of uh, you know a deeper question, so that you can actually start to get to know people. Like instead of the small talk, I think it was called big talk. That was it. I think those cards were called big. Talk. Because you've got small talk, which is, you know, it's fine. It serves a purpose and it has a function. But uh, to actually, if you want to actually get to know people, then you want to be like, actually, what's actually going on with you? You know, let's talk about the real stuff. And that's the kind of stuff, you know, clearly as a result of, like, you know, we're doing this. We're doing this right now. We're kind of having that conversation. We're asking us questions. We're willing to go deep and answer honestly about uh, anything that kind of comes up. But uh, but a lot of people struggle with that, you know, mm-hmm. is uh, – because you just don't do it and also is in a way is like you know kind of afraid to find out stuff about each other and stuff find out stuff about yourself because mm. uh, or rather you just feel like you, there's something about you that you don't really want to uh talk about but actually uh, where your vulnerability is, is where your power is as well because uh, the more you accept that position of vulnerability you just realize actually from that a lot of strength arises and so this is basically just a set of cards where you just flip one open uh, flip one over and it'll just i'll say i have a question <clears throat> excuse me i'll have a question on there and um and it's you know it's deeper than you know what did you have for breakfast where did you do your shopping this week you know it's like it's 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 getting to know people mm. and uh, i feel like that's that's um that's an important thing to do because you just reveal things about life, not just about people, but about, you know, certain truths about life by doing that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You get a lot out of it. Yeah, man. Yeah, um, Dan, Dan, my flatmate, I mentioned him earlier, Dan Miles. Um, he used to talk about like the, the questions that you ask yourself when you're alone. Those are the ones that are kind of like, they're the ones that will shape you. You know what I mean? Cause that, cause like you said earlier, you, I think you said that, if you if you don't stray to if you don't stray and change off your path to doing the good reps, you end that that need and that want starts to become smaller and smaller and smaller, and then you end up like not having the ability to exact on those things, which which I think a lot of people find themselves in. And see, we did in some ways before as well. But if you're able to kind of like take stock of your day, at the end of your day, and almost like question yourself along along the the morals and the ideals that you hold dear. Um, that you know are gonna are gonna put you in a good stead for not just where you are now, but one day you'll have a kid and he'll look at you like, why didn't you fix it? Shit! Like you have these mm. things now. It's like uh, <laughs> you don't you don't want to you don't want to have that family or that that institution and then be bleeding on them as well, right? It's like I, I don't mm. I don't, don't want to have this like this wound that I've been carrying around for like years and years and years. I want to fix this shit, make sure I heal myself yes. myself before I kind of start affecting you, um, giving, giving you this burden as well. So yeah, I think it's. Uh, ask those questions 
frequently and often and if you if you don't find the answer you want good because that means that you're not happy with the answer that's a good mm. thing the fact that you're not yeah. happy with the answer is yeah. a good thing because it's going to spur you on to go and find the right answer and that's going to yeah. make you more in accordance with who you want to be and then that who you want to be will go out into the world and find more more things that you're shit at and then you're going to just be like okay well i got to fix this too and it's, yeah. it's, it's back it's back to that like uh the the stoicism thing i was talking about earlier one of the things that i loved that i took from there was um dan got me this coin it's on my instagram page like uh it's called the obstacle is the way medallion it basically just says mm. obstacle is the way and uh it came with this card and on the card it says this quote which is like behind the mountains there are just more mountains basically mm. meaning like you won't like peterson talks about this like you, you won't get to a stage in life where like all your life is just sitting on a beach with just sipping drinks and like kind of getting a suntan like that doesn't exist like mm. there is always problems even on the beach there'll be a day where it's too hot it's like there'll be there'll be like oh i'm overweight i'm out i'm unfit like all these, these things these problems will always be there you just get, yeah. get good at just solving your own problems right now from day one and um you become more effective right yeah exactly and in terms of asking yourself those questions it's um if you don't already so it's, it goes back to knowing what you actually knowing what constitutes a good day mm. for yourself and knowing what it is that you're actually knowing what your values are and so what you're actually trying to live by each and every day so that you can ask the good questions of yourself but there's a lot of that which doesn't exist there's a lot of um like you know there's 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 a lot of people if you know if, if you wanted to if you ask them is like, you know what are your values i don't think they'll be able to give it to you i think uh they'll they'll kind of like hodgepodge around a little bit and um and then you start to realize okay you don't really have an answer for that fine if you actually go figure out the answer to that then you'll be able to ask yourself some really really important questions mm. so i think that's that's uh, that's a good place to start because we're very it's very easy to be just swept along uh with life because like every day goes by super quick and it's like yeah it's mad it is uh, basically on friday it's gonna be august right it's fucking crazy august makes no sense this makes, makes no, no sense. sense it's insane how quickly shit can go by because of how um because i don't know it's just like it's just life you know it's just uh time time flies by it goes by super quick and you know blink of an eye it's over and so again it's easy to get swept up so if we don't have uh, the ability to ask ourselves those good questions then we're not really yeah we're just kind of floating on we don't really know mm. what we're doing we're not living purposefully and we're not getting the most out of stuff mm. so if we really ask ourselves a question it's like why are we doing a certain thing or what kind of values uh, like first of all lay out the values that you have and then ask yourself the questions in line with those values you start to then you start to really set up the days that you kind of want to have and then you start to excel a bit more as a human being uh, not a bit more actually quite a lot more because you know, yeah. yeah you start to figure out what's good for you what's not good for you and uh, the interesting thing about it is especially i've learned through my own experience with this is that um the more you do that um life does become more interesting and more profound but it also becomes more difficult because you start to realize is like if i want to live by the day that i've set myself then by mm. definition that also means that there's a kind of day that i don't want to have and if i'm falling into that category it's a lot more obvious and it's a lot more disappointing 
but um, but again, because none of us are perfect, it's about putting the reps in. We can shift our ability to have good good days more often, but it doesn't mean that's always going to happen. Mm. Always, so the ability, yeah, so it just means that's why it's harder for me, like personally, is because now I know why what a good day is not looking like. It just uh, means that the emotions that I experience end up being more uh end up being more uh, end up being felt more ex- uh, in, in more in the extreme in that mm-hmm. sense they're information that's how i look at them as well i look at them as information as opposed to that's defining me like i'm not being defined by that feeling of disappointment i'm looking at it as oh that's information that didn't have the fucking day that i wanted to have so tomorrow i'm going to set it up so that i have a better version of the day that i want to have and um and that takes reflection that's basically asking yourself the kind of questions that you're talking about there and um you want to ask yourself those kinds of questions at the end of the day is like you know did i move forward today like i do this with clients as well i get them to essentially do like a reflections journal i'm like uh people if you've tried to get to a place of physical health and fitness and stature where you're happy uh where you, you feel fulfilled you feel good about yourself um when you've tried, like a lot of people have tried that journey and they fail. I don't know what their stat is based on, but I you know, like in terms of, you know, how many people was this done on, what kind of people was it done on? But it basically said that like 8%, only 8% of people succeed in the goals that they strive for. That's not a high number of people, mm-hmm. but immediately there's some of the things that come to mind are like, you know, for me, are like the attachment that somebody has with the goal that they have. So um, and to create that attachment, you know, like is basically creating meaning and seeing yourself with that goal and what life looks like and then seeing yourself without that goal and what life looks like in that sense. So you're creating that dichotomy mm-hmm. and uh, realizing, you know, in those words of Peterson, again, is like you've got your hell and you know where you want to stay away from and then you've got your heaven that you want to chase and trying to get to and using both because you know, to your nervous system, it doesn't really matter whether you are coming from a place of self-punishment or a self-reward to achieve something. But to your quality of life, I feel it does matter. And like, uh, you want to be pushing from both. You want to be pushing, uh, pushing yourself away from one and pulling yourself towards mm. the other. But um, you don't want it to be just like a negative thing. You don't want to be just a positive thing because you've got to be able to see, like, it can't just be hopeful and it can't just be um, uh, dramatically awful. Because one's too fearful and the other one's too like uh, like fine and dandy kind of thing and like you know not like that. So it's kind of uh, you know incorporating the two, but um, moving, especially if you're in that kind of self-flagellation, <laughs> like to to achieve something, I feel like it's more important for you to get that balance and move towards uh, self-reward, so that you actually appreciate the journey and you're actually more likely to do it more often. Uh, because with self-flagellation, it's just you just you, you get so far you just burn yourself out with that so with uh, <clears throat> with the experience of like doing all that kind of stuff so I, I give it to clients to do as well because a lot of them don't have that um ability to stick to a goal be, and even if they do get there the ability to maintain mm-hmm. because of uh because of the initial meaning the initial attachment the feeling um the thought process around maintaining and uh, it's not because and you know we talk about it as well it's not just about being on the program that's going to get you where you want to go it's and then just like blindly following it it's making it a part of you so that you know what you can do 
in the future for the rest of your life kind of thing. And I think that's an important part of it is to be able to introduce that practice where you're able to reflect and ask yourself the right mm -hmm. questions so that you can keep yourself on track, on the right track each each and every day, uh, mm -hmm. even in that even in the smallest way possible. Because I think that's more important to instill than just the habit of going to the gym three, four times a week. Steam train, G. That was a steam train, man. That was really good. Just rolled on out of the station. Just can't stop me now. Solid, man. Solid work. Solid advice. Solid, solid experience, man. Mm. Yeah. There's, um, yeah, it's fun. It's fun. And that's another thing. Is like you you said it's it's you um i can't quite remember what you said but i think yeah you did say this you said it was it's more an enjoyable life on the other mm. side of this as opposed to where we were before it's not fun mm. like you just feel stuck you feel totally kind of uh locked in and um that's not a way to live right i mean it's it's um yeah life is much much more uh interesting from here because then you can you can always choose right and there's people this thing that people kind of forget is that if you have a life which is a certain way um and you don't quite want to leave it because you do like aspects of it well mm. if you if you were brave enough to step out of it in some ways you can always choose to go back if you don't like it so i mean yeah. uh, it's a bit of a safeguard there is like kind of dip your toe in the pool without getting entirely wet um yeah yeah that's it exactly you just like you just have to you have to see you have to see where it could potentially take you and just like mm. stay with that um one thing it made me think of is um, like me and Sam were talking about it while I was home last week and uh, my bro, we were talking about it with my bro, which is, you know, this lockdown period. At the beginning of it, we were talking about how you kind of like see nihilism take hold. And then, you know, you've got a bunch of people who are a lot smarter than I am just basically saying how, you know, and it's obvious as well, like the whole world basically is in a state of stress because mm. of uh, the situation lockdown you know everybody's thrown out of their uh, lives and a lot of people have it uh, quite a lot worse than another group of people where it's like you know unemployed um or if you're followed you're probably going to not have a job to come back to you know there's there's a bunch of things you got to like consider and uh, stress is just at an all-time high there's but one thing is like again being dictated by that chronic state of stress or being able to do something about it and because one thing that like Huberman is really good at pointing out is that if you're able to control your internal states i.e whether you're stressed or whether you're relaxed um, into those states um, that puts you in a much better position to be able to control outcomes in your life as well mm. and it's just basically again it's articulating something that I've like I've felt um, strongly about for a long time and this lockdown period is a great example of that where in the first instance you know you just see shit like okay we're gonna go in lockdown and all of a sudden you don't like it's like you don't really get what it means and then you start to think about all the permutations and stuff You're like oh right okay I'm not gonna be able to like from a personal point of view it's like okay I can't go to work like, I physically cannot go to work I'm so does that mean I have any clients left if I don't have any clients left. Does that mean I'm making any money? If I'm not making any money, like how the fuck I'm going to like support myself? Like, you know, what's mm. going to happen? So you have that initial kind of jacked straight of state of stress. You know, you just get an adrenaline dump and you're just like, oh shit, um, everything's all over the shop. But then why I did after I kind of like, you know, settled a little bit 
was I just I, I literally I turned inwards. I like internally I just started looking at all the reasons why the situation I'm in is basically my fault. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. it's like that's what's going on out in the world. And I have no control over that. I am a participant in it in the sense that I've got to go along with what's happening. Mm-hmm. But uh, in what, like, but, but the way it's affected my life circumstances, how have I played my role in that? Why have I not done well? And, uh, and that, again, is the principle of like, you know, Jocko Willing talks about his extreme ownership is just you, if you do that, then you realize that all the things you can't control, just fuck them off. And everything you can control, which is actually a lot more things than you think, it's even involved how you feel about what your circumstances are. And if you can get a handle on that and uh, start to realize what role you play in any given situation, even when it feels like it's completely out of your hands, it's total bullshit, there's always something that's in your hands, then you start to figure out that um, uh, the, the role that you played in that and what you can do about it. So from a personal point of view, I've gone and looked at everything internally as okay, what, like where, what resources do I have? What, like what's good? What can I do with myself? Which means that in the future, at least I'm making it, you know, anything even remotely like this kind of scenario, I can, uh, I can uh, thrive through it to some degree, you know, and yeah. what shortcomings has it shown to me, which I need to, I need to be working on. So I've leaned into it and, and that is actually, you know, learning it from a neuroscientific point of view is actually what needs to happen. If you start to fall back, then, um, and you're trying to let the situation fix itself, you're in a pretty, pretty rough spot. You're not, um, you're, you're inviting on anxiety and depression, basically. Mm. Whereas if you lean into it and you take action on some level, even if you do go through the anxiety and depression, the, the effect of it is less and um and you're in control of or in more in control of it as well so there's um there's that element and it's basically you know we all have the power we have a lot more power over situations than we believe we do and if we lean into that kind of thing and um and take that ownership then we're able to we're able to affect change and be more effective human beings is what we've been talking about since the beginning of this podcast. So we can be a lot more effective human beings if we're able to lean into that challenge and figure out how to adapt. And there's lots of cases of like of that happening in this in this situation. And individual people who feel like there's nothing that they can do is like, nope, I challenge you to go figure out the thing that you can mm. do because there is something that you can do to make your situation a lot better. I'll give you an example. It's like there's a I can't remember where it was, but there was a pizza shop, uh, like a Neapolitan pizza. They've got their pizza oven is like, you know, 400 degrees. They make pizzas at 400 degrees and uh, lockdown happens and they can't make pizzas anymore. But so they're like, all right, we don't have a business. And then they started figuring out that there was um, that they could take. It was something to do with like recycling some plastics, which could be repurposed for some medical grade stuff. And they're like, well, we've got an oven. We can take all that shit and melt that stuff down into exactly what they need and give it back to them. And so they basically adapted their business entirely during that lockdown period to be able to stay open and serve the community in a completely different way. You're like, that's freaking, that's brilliant. Like it shows you the power. It shows you the capacity that you have to do something different. And um, and that's that's what I chose to do as well. So I've like, you know, you know, for me personally, I'm like not completely out of the woods yet with the whole scenario, but I'm definitely doing a lot better than if I 
if I decided to just kind of lie in bed and wait for everything to mm. move, move forward because that's just a waste of time in life. Too right, man. Too right. Well said, man. Well said. Yeah, bro. There's uh, just – you got the power. You got the power to change this shit. You got to just believe yeah. in that power. It exactly. Just get, to, get to your work, man. Get to your work. I love it, man. I love it. How's uh, how's the rest of the day looking for you? You got much. You got much left. Left. Uh, you need to. You need to get done today. You got much. Much on for the week. Much on for the week. Yeah, just gonna be plan on with sessions. Gonna be um, getting on with um, yeah, working on the program some more. I'm a few weeks away from having like the first iteration of it like completely done and dusted. Nice, nice. But um, I know that when that's over, I'll just have to take a bird's eye view of the whole thing and be like, oh yeah, yeah. that. That can be better. I can do this better. I can mm-hmm. add a piece here, add a piece there. So uh, yeah, that'd be cool, man. I just need to kind of get on that a little bit more as well. So last week I spent at my parents' place, mm. which was um, which is awesome. They've got an amazing garden, so basically I delivered all my sessions in the garden. This is a lovely bronze bronze complexion today. I love it. Exactly. I'm, I'm the bronze the bronze bomber. I don't know yeah, who that buddy. is. Sounded like a good name. Deontay was, Wilder. Deontay. Yes. Wilder. There we go. That was it. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm a different version of that. I'm like a lot less mean looking, a lot less powerful, but bronzed up, they're all the same. Just, just, as, just as effective, dude. Just as effective. Yeah, exactly. Is that being effective human being? Chat all your power. That's it, man. And uh, yeah, so that was sick. It was wicked to see everybody and hang out. And then this week, just kind of going back to normal a little bit. I think, nice. um, yeah, because what, what I struggle with is being as productive as I could be when I'm at my parents' place, because mm-hmm. this is just like... Uh, it's just like being uh, being home and just chilling is is what it's associated with, and uh, so. But obviously, I was there for a week, so I was like, I have to be productive on some level. So I, I still managed to bash out some stuff. I'll tell you what was hilarious though, man, because um, uh, I knew I was going to be there for a week, so I can't just like keep munching the food that my mum puts on my plate because I'm just going to come back about five kilos heavier. <laughs> so, so I ordered some food to arrive at. Uh, my parents place on monday so i was having it. it's like it's basically like some stuff i can make into a smoothie and then lunchtime i have a salad then basically my thought was at dinner time i'll be having whatever my parents make and then it got to it was on friday my mom goes uh you know i didn't like it when you ordered that food to come yeah. <laughs> she just told me straight up and then, uh, i was cracking up i was like my mom was jealous of the fact oh. that food. she just wanted me to eat everything that uh her <laughs> that she had made that's it, man. That's it. That, that was is, too funny. That is those mama reps. That's it. That's it. Exactly. She's, she's used to do those mama reps. Feeding, feeding your young, younger in the... Exactly, now look at him. Man. Now look at him. Doesn't even give a <laughs> shit. Just ordering exactly. his own food. Some other, cook, some other woman's cooking for him now. That ain't cool. Yeah. That's it. I know. That ain't cool, man. That didn't sit well. It was, too, it was super cute. It was super funny as well. Yeah. I was like, Mark, look, I, I get it. I didn't... I didn't actually really want to as well, but I knew I had to because if I just ate everything you put in front of me, I'm just going to, it's not going to turn out well. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have an unhappy son and that's like, that's harder because I'm then I'm going to be less effective and then we're going to have a shit conversation. Yeah. You have to console me and tell me I'm not fat. It's like, I am, bro. Exactly. I hate exactly. this. Yeah. What about you, bro? Yeah. What's, uh, what's the week saying? Oh, the week's saying loads, man. Um, yeah, just, just wrapping up. Uh, wrapping up pre-script, actually, my, my week 16. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you just got, like you said, that bird's eye view, take that view, uh, at the end of the week, uh, or end of next couple of weeks. And then, um, actually thinking about getting out to, uh, getting out to Kenya to see my dad for, for yeah, a week, yeah. um, just before things kick off, um, with, with some other stuff we're working on. So yeah, man, maybe, maybe kind of, hopefully there's, this travel, travel stuff eases up. I'm not sure how, how 
able I am to get out to Kenya right now, but I mean, I have to mm-hmm. look into that. So um, yeah, just planning that, that's in the pipeworks. And obviously all, all the other stuff, man, training early, uh, clients, interesting, man. It's interesting just to then and hopefully with, with Leicester still under lockdown, but other gyms in the country are open. So mm-hmm. um, looking forward to just getting back into a gym, man. That's, we haven't even touched yeah, on that, cool. but I mean, looking forward to get back into a gym. Uh, I might even travel up to, to Loughborough, just kind of get a few sessions in over there because it'll be cool yeah. to see what other gyms are doing right now in terms of how they're socially distancing. And then, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it'll just give us a bit of an idea. But um, yeah, loads on, man, loads on. Yeah, amazing, man. Is, um, yeah, what's the situation with lockdown right now in Leicester? It's like, uh, it's like how severe has the uh, like kind of reaction been? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not been too bad, G. I mean, it's not been too bad. I think there's 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 some places where I think it's worse, and it's hilarious. Like you drive through them right now, and like, you know where they are. Like I'm not going to name any names. Everybody in Leicester knows like some spots, and people are just just a bit more carefree, and uh, they're not really taking it too seriously. You drive through, and it's like District Nine. You know, District that movie, District Nine. It's just like you know, it's just yeah. just a bit crazy. Um, and you kind of you kind of go there, and you kind of like, I should like wide my windows all the way up and like have yeah. like a like a like one of, the, one of those yellow suits for Monsters Inc. Just wear that shit. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, I, I think you just be, people are just a little bit more more carefree, man. Um, but I can I can't see it lasting very long. I mean, weird. Leicester, Leicester, we didn't get this stuff till quite late. And then mm. all of a sudden we just decided to stick around with it. It was like fashionable in Leicester to get coronavirus apparently. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah. is, it, is it as fair as it's made out to be to justify the lockdown? Is it like, uh, like was it starting to really escalate or what was going on? Apparently, apparently numbers started spiking. Obviously, I don't, I don't watch the news, man. I don't follow that bullshit. Yeah. But I mean, um, yeah. yeah, apparently that's what we're saying. So like, yeah, we had, we've, we've just had a, bit more awareness around it i think that's the best thing people are a bit more like oh we're the black sheep of the country right now which is which is which is a good thing because i think that's gonna it's gonna it's gonna birth us into being overly cautious and hopefully shit like this shouldn't shouldn't be a part of our culture kind of going mm. forward and making people clearly people need to be made more aware so this is making them more aware yeah. and that's that's the biggest thing um but yeah apart from that i can't see it staying much longer than a couple of weeks so yeah see what see what the new the new normal looks like everyone keeps fucking saying that yeah. the new normal what do you mean the yeah, new exactly normal? normal yeah I don't know. yeah exactly it's like uh yeah, yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be some weird times ahead man it's um it's probably gonna be a little while interesting before, man. yeah who I'm knows, who knows looking, forward, looking forward to just figuring out shit and just seeing seeing which way we go yeah exactly cool brother that was good chatting with you yeah man let's close off there that was that was really good hope you guys enjoyed yeah. it yeah exactly hope everybody enjoyed it thank you for tuning in really appreciate it give us a shout uh if you enjoyed listening in just uh give us a rating give us a comment and uh tell us what you think of the podcast um mm-hmm. yeah we're gonna keep doing this try and provide some good content for you guys provide some good stuff for people to, to uh resonate with some good conversation topics and just yeah some good honest conversation is what we're all about do right and G, uh yeah share it share it with people you think you might might be able to help become more effective obviously that was today's theme connecting the dots back into your life and then looking 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 back so you can look forward like you said G. So, uh, yeah. yeah, people out there uh, need it yourself. Uh, I know I did. Um, yeah, take it on yourself to go buy that book for yourself if you need to. Yeah, <laughs> you need it, exactly. Yeah. Need I appreciate it. it. Yeah, absolutely. Share it with other people. Get the message out there. Cheers, folks. Cheers, brother. See you later.